Hello, and welcome to another episode of Roll for Immersion. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Aaron Picklesimer. My name is Emily Hunter, and I play Gwendolyn. I'm Tori, and I play Calcine. My name is Sam Shape, and I play Hagar. All right. So, as per usual, we are going to start out with some news within Dungeons and & Dragons and nerd culture, I guess, in general. <laughs> uh, so, for today, we are talking about a play, some playtest material that Wizards of the Coast actually released not long ago. They gave uh, us a taste. Yeah, they gave us a little taste. Uh, it's called The Heroes of Kryn. Uh, it's for Unearthed Arcana 2022. And inside of it, we get a race that from Dragonlance and a bunch of other Dragonlance materials, such as a sorcerer subclass uh, called the Lunar Magic subclass. We also get backgrounds uh, for, I believe it is, what is it, Paladin and so Wizard, maybe? Hold on. Yeah. And uh, we also get a collection of feats. Um, so why don't we start off with talking a little bit about the new race that came in? Ah, yes, the Kinder, which, yes. like, I kind of read it as, uh, as like, Kinder, like, like, like the, the surprise German egg. word, like, for oh. children. <laughs> oh, I thought I was thinking, like, Kinder surprise I mean, egg. I that, that's, it's the same word right. for the same, like, Fair. idea. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's what I kind of thought. Um, I think it's, they're just kind of, like, short elves is kind of what they look like. Yeah. Because uh, it says, like, you know, they're they're uh, they're humanoids that look like humans, which is, you know, unnecessary to say that a humanoid looks like a human, but... <laughs> You're telling me a humanoid doesn't look like a snake? Sometimes. Uh, well, I, I, guess <laughs> they're, I guess they're doing that for, like, you know, so you don't think of, like, a yuan which is technically, like, a humanoid snake. Right. Um, but yeah, they're like, they're humanoid, but they look like humans. So it's basically just saying that they're in the same realm as like halflings, dwarves, elves, where it's like, okay, they, they are humanoid humanoids, you know, right. uh, humanoid to like the fullest extent. Um, and they're, they're like curious little magical humanoids that are just like, all the time. yeah, they're just hella curious. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it says like. Uh, they have a supernatural curiosity that drives them on adventures big and small. This curiosity is said to be connected to the whimsical magic of the Feywild that some believe Kender have a high affinity for. Um, so, yeah, basically they're known for, like, basically falling into other worlds, like, I believe through the Fey, um, like, because they just get, like, very curiosity killed the cat type beat. Where it's like, I'm just going to fall and see where I end up. And they end up, like, here, for instance. <laughs> just, just kinda, yeah, just imagine falling through this. Like, have, like, a, a what's the movie, Anastasia or something like that? It was, like, a Disney movie where, like, a princess came from, like, animation. Enchanted. Enchanted. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, Anastasia's the one about the Russian princess. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Oh, I, I never watched that. that movie. I, like... <laughs> I'm a history buff. I like I, Anastasia. I, I I know Disney, but like I don't know. But that's kind of what I imagine. Just like <laughs> you know, you go from like something else into, uh, you know, this world. Like I don't think you'd want to in any feasible reality. Mm-hmm. This is not the best reality to exist in. <laughs> no, uh, I will gladly take my life in the Feywild or. I uh, I won't say the Underdark because uh, that's not very a good place. Yeah, probably not. Well, I'm gonna opt out on that one. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'll take the Feywild. 
say it's probably uh, of of places. It's, yeah. it's a it's a it's not the worst. <laughs> it's not the worst. Well, unless you count like Strixhaven a whole place, like I mean, technically, I'll, I'll I'll go there because like at least it's like a, a college. Play. At least I can be like Harry Potter ish. So you want to go to school? <laughs> I want to be in a Nerd. place that isn't like this. You've <laughs> existed in college and you would choose this? Okay, but that's a magical college. Yeah, exactly. There's two shades. You still gotta like go to school. Though. Imagine having magic professors that are like, oh, you're magical and you still didn't turn in your assignment on time. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? How did you? Like, can't you just like whip your wand yeah. and like have your quill do it for you? Don't like, come on, me man. Whipping my wand, prof. That's very not okay. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Sometimes I say things just to see what Emily will, like, how she'll react. Because usually it's just covering her face with her hands. I don't know how to react to things. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know what to do with my hands. Uh, right? Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so other things about the kinder. Um, I mean, I'm noticing uh, uh, the taunt. Uh, that the seems kind of, yeah. They're, they're taunt. Uh, so you have a supernatural ability to home. Does that say, say home? Oh, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to say hone. Oh, well. Uh, hone in on a creature's emotional raw nerves and craft a taunt that flusters that creature. That sounds like the perfect thing for a bard. If it, I've it's ever it's it. vicious mockery, it isn't it? That sounds very Kinda, vicious mockery to me. But it's it's like vicious mockery, but it's it it's do different more because it it doesn't do damage and it's just like it's literally like how do I get under this guy's skin? Yeah, but like yeah. now see my thing is the fact that it says uh, you craft. So like, I'm just imagining in the middle of combat, like you spend a whole turn just like whittling, and, like <laughs> they're just or or like they're crafting it. So like they're just like everyone else is like fighting or whatever, and you're just sitting there like like Jimmy Neutron, like think, think. See think. in my head, I'm picturing like writing down like like insults in a notebook and just like <laughs> scribbling out the ones that aren't good enough. Oh my god. I mean, it's I'm, just like if he was trying to like fight Aaron for for sake, like he might be thinking like, hmm, do I make fun of him for his like Ellen DeGeneres red hair or oh. something? And like maybe that's what he realizes gets under your skin, so that's the one he goes with. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. Did it work? I think it worked. Oh, I should be no. a kinder. <laughs> I oh, apologize. No. I wasn't actually trying to insult you. I am very insulted. See, it worked. I should be a kinder. Oh God. Oh my gosh! I apologize. That was that was not my intention. It was just like out of left field, and like you hurt my you really feelings. Hurt my feelings. Oh, so like, uh, Hagar is gonna take twelve d12s. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, Hagar's dead. Oh See you guys later. I'm off the podcast. <laughs> um, Godspeed. So well, one thing that actually comes comes to mind with that is the fact that I think this is kind of like the perfect representation of uh, Travis Williams' new character in Campaign Three for Critical oh, Role. Oh yeah, actually, because like mm-hmm. literally he just sits and like because I I think this is one of my favorite characters that he's done. Although I did really like Ford, I just love the fact that he's like this old uh, gnome or like uh, yeah I think he was a gnome. I can't remember. One of the shorter races. Yeah, he was one of the shorter races. And, like, he, he like, he's literally just a woodcarver. He, he mm-hmm. just sits there whittles all the time. And, like, he gets so upset when people are just like, oh, so you do, so do you work in stone or anything like that? He's just like, I work with wood. wood. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. And, like, this I just seems I work with like, words. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this this is the perfect thing for that. Um, um, I just, yeah, I think... I think with uh, with the Kenders, they're, they're kind of like that spiteful, like... Um, 
like in some uh, like iterations of like elves or like uh, forest spirits or sprites, they're like they're playful, but they they're you know they're kind of they're kind of like tricksters. They're kind of like they'll mess with you. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a lot of lore about like fae being very like mischievous. And yeah, right. That kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of what is being played off of here. Um, I mean, this definitely seems like a race that like maybe it was humans that like accidentally found themselves traveling into the Feywild and really couldn't get out and then you know adapted so much to where they became this mischievous curious little uh race Hmm. and 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 i think it's interesting how they like they also just have a trait where like their pockets get filled with stuff randomly right um (laughs) like it's not explained at all and the way they explain it is like yeah even the kender don't know how this happens (laughs) and that's all they do to explain it like at all but like their whole thing is like their pockets just like randomly fill with stuff and people just think that they're kleptomaniacs because they just have (laughs) all these random things in their pockets um but it it comes into like a really cool like character trait uh called kender ace uh because at third level they can just reach in their pocket and pull out of like they can roll a d6 and they get to like pull out something from their pockets and it's like six different uh, options which I assume will either be changed or refined by the time this actually like, comes out mm-hmm. so I'm not going to like go through and list all the things they can pull out but like they can get like weapons and gold and stuff like that right. um, and it lasts for like an hour and it's it's real stuff as far as we can tell uh, so like if they were just going through town and they wanted to like buy stuff but they were going to be in that town for like less than an hour they could be mean, like yeah. hope they pull out some freaking gold <laughs> Just be like, here, I'll buy everyone's food or whatever. And then that gold disappears an hour later. As far as I know, that's how it works because they didn't tell me that's not how it works. I mean, yeah, I, can, I could imagine it like just appearing. Like, I, I don't know. I kind of think it could be something like, um, I don't know if you guys ever watched Halloween Town. Yes. But uh, in, I believe it's Return to Halloween Town where like things start uh, going like black and white. Mm-hmm. And yes. like the characters become dull and how you had the one guy who's who's like, Everything that goes missing ends up at his place. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of how the, the yeah, because like we don't are. know where these things come from. Like it could literally be like yeah. oh, it comes from like the nearby area, and it just appears in their pocket. I don't, we don't know though. And I think if they don't specify, that's almost better. Right. For like you know, uh, like Aaron and I as DMs, there's so much we can do with that. Mm-hmm. Like there's more I can room to have fun with it. Yeah, I can make it like oh, he just gets it from the other people in the party. And they just keep thinking that he's a thief <laughs> and he has to try to prove that he's not. You know? Oh, that'd be fun. But then that gets so annoying, I feel. Yeah. After, no, after some uh, amount of time. Yeah. But you could probably, you could write it into the story to like figure it out to like right. make it stop or make it so that he's only taking from people that he wants to take from if he's going to be a thief, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also just play this character as like not a thief, but like sometimes he has random money show up in his pockets, which right. is pretty sick. Maybe he thinks he has magic pants if you rolled really bad on intelligence. I don't know. Um, there's just a lot of ways that you can take this. And I think, I don't know, I think this race is going to be super fun for like those little, like I can't say the word, um, you know, it's like little and then another word for poop. Uh, like those those characters, um, oh, gotcha. where they're just like you know they you know they just get like kind of kind of grind people's gears, but like they're small, so they're kind of cute, so they can kind of get away with it, um, stuff like that. Or you know you can you can be so much with this because it, it is just like a humanoid, which as far as we know has good intelligence. Um, looks like they're going to be like more suited for like charisma based characters, so like maybe bards. Mm-hmm. Um, like I could definitely see that, especially with like that other thing that they can do, which is like 
basically make their vicious mockery actually hurt <laughs> their feelings. Right. Because, like, I think that if you have a DM that's, like, worth their soul, they would see that and be like, okay, I'll tell you what this person is, like, you know, sensitive about because mm-hmm. you just get to know that. And then you can, like, vicious... Like, if you have someone that's, like half witty they can use that vicious mockery and like be legitimately mean and like make all the monsters cry oh yeah um but yeah i just i thought that was really neat uh we can move on though yeah um so moving on why don't we talk about uh as you guys like to put it moon magic moon magic magic! okay yeah the actual title is lunar magic right but it's moon magic yes so sick it is a sorcerer subclass as we said earlier um and so literally, like, your magical properties as the sorcerer literally just come from the moons or m- the moon or moons, depending on how your world is. Because um, apparently, like, this world that it's based in has three moons. Yes. And so. the world that we're currently playing in has two moons. Also has two moons. Yes. I'm going to get me some moon magic on Hugar ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> Just starts multi-classing into everything. Oh, gosh. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now I'm imagining, though, giving a werewolf moon magic. Oh, my. And then also... Like a lycanthrope, yeah. Yeah, and then also, how would that work with multiple moons? Like, how do lycanthropes work with multiple moons? That's... I think that depends on the DM and the world. Depends on me. And however they interpret lycanthropes in D&D. Okay. Because I don't think that's super cut and dry, especially in worlds with, like, the multiple moons. And I don't think everyone likes to deal with werewolves in the same way. No, they and also it's just, I I find it very cliche to just, like, oh, it's the full moon. Like, I I like... It's the full moon. You lose all cognitive sense and you just start killing your party members. That makes it so much fun. (laughs) I I like how I've seen uh, some, like, D&D podcasts handle lycanthropy, like, Mm -hmm. Critical Role. Uh, once again, Travis Willingham's character. Yeah. Bit of a spoiler here, people. So be warned. He's a wolf. He, he's a werewolf. He, it's absolutely hilarious. Also, to imagine this tiny little guy. tiny little guy. He just turns into this like little little like buff puppy. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's literally turns into a pit bull. It's, oh my gosh. It's so funny, but like uh, he doesn't use the um, the the moons or anything. Mm. Like, like he can just yeah. control. Granted, it is a curse on him, but yeah. he has a control over it. And, I, and, like, I like that a lot more than just being, like, oh, yeah, here's the moon. I it's... think it being, like, to an extent at will, and but also, like, having some kind of a negative side effect right. makes yeah. sense. Unless it's, like, because I've seen other campaigns do, like, uh, lycanthropy, but, like, as, like, passed down, like, mm-hmm. heredita- like hereditarily. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, not necessarily a curse. Um, but then with that, like whatever bonuses you get, you still have to have something that balances it out. Right. Because right. then everyone in that campaign would be like, well, now I want to be, you know, a half orc werewolf. Like, right. if I only get buffs, like, you know. <laughs> um, so there are ways around it, and there's definitely ways to homebrew it other than just the, oh, full moon, I, I kill people. Ooh. Yeah. One way that I think is really cool is um, in one of the Forgotten Realms books, um, there's a character who. Um, uh, he has a curse on him to where anything, anytime he does something good for someone, he spends the next night, like, turned into an animal. And, like, he has no control over it. Hmm. So he has to, like, combat, like, him wanting to help people with, like, I can't do that because then it, I might <laughs> that, kill people. Is it, like, so, like, whoever gave him the curse, is it, like, a reward? It's, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't know if it's a good. reward. You did good. Here or... you go. Here's a reward. Now you're a pigeon. Idiot. No, no. It's, like, it's, like, a... 
he will like I think he's a were panther, so he will literally oh, go out no. and like murder people if he does something nice for someone. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, that's messed but up. But now, see, mm-hmm. he has to be, like, the most good Samaritan person ever and, like, just refuses to do something bad. Because, I, I don't know, I just could not imagine someone being like, okay, so every time I do something good, I, 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 I end up turning into something and end up doing something terrible. So why don't I just do things terrible all the time? Yeah, I mean... He- yeah, you have to be a good enough person in that way of just like, like granted, most people when they're like, well, I see, I could be a bad person, but I'm not. That makes me a better person because I see that. It's like, no, you're being manipulative and a, and a worse person, right. actually. But in this case, that argument makes sense. <laughs> right. Where it's like, yeah, no, you not doing good things and not doing bad things is just like you actually caring about the people around you. So yeah, now, he has to be completely neutral all the time in all of his actions. That sucks. And, and that's now she, so... anyone that's ever tried to play a true neutral character has failed, and that yeah. is my opinion. <laughs> and my my thinking is like, if you if he's trying to be neutral, like, because I know that if it's some sort of deity, they're bound to be like, okay, I see what you're doing. I'm not gonna let it slide. So now every time you like, I don't know, take a shower and actually clean yourself, that's a good thing. You're gonna get. You're gonna yeah, get the turned lines into might start to blur. <laughs> yeah. Especially if I'm the DM and I'm trying to teach you a lesson or something. Exactly. Like um, I don't know. I could just. I, okay. Okay. Lycanthropy aside, because that has nothing to do with this moon <laughs> magic. Oh okay. my god. Um. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah. So it's essentially it's a sorcerer thing because sorcerers get to be magic because they get to be magic. Um, because why not, right? Because they don't have to study. They just, they just are. They just are magic. Um, but it's yeah. The way they explain it is, you or someone of your lineage is exposed uh, to con- to the concentrated magic of the moon or moons of your world, imbuing you with lunar magic. Um, so it's basically like you know maybe it's linking you to like a druidic circle of moons. Maybe it's linking you to like some at some point someone in your bloodline was like, "Ayo." that moon pretty and then like you got exposed to the to the to the moon magic and then now your moon magic just Sokka from Avatar yes <laughs> he feels the love of the moon you how you else does he you, exist it's funny that you say that because literally I when I was reading about the moon magic initially I was thinking about it in terms of like Avatar where I was right. like this isn't waterbending but the way that like your magic can also be impacted by like the phases of the moon and stuff mm-hmm. was like very much reminiscent of like very, yeah. Avatar waterbending to me. I think it's so cool though. Oh yeah, I love everything. And, yeah. with the moon. I, I think I think with the moon magic, it's neat because it's it's not just like we aren't just getting spells or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You're also getting like um, more flavor text, as I I would want to call it, right. with like the the manifestations of it, um, which is essentially like. You can either roll randomly or you can choose, um, which myself, I will probably be choosing every time if mm-hmm. I play someone that has lunar magic of like when you cast a spell and you use lunar magic, your body or something goes under some sort of a change that basically lets people know like, I think that dude's using moon magic. <laughs> um, I should be saying lunar magic, but we all know what I mean. Um so, like, you can either, like, you glow with a faint light that's, like, the same color as the moon, which I think would be neat if you were on a plane, like, if you were on a plane or something that had multiple moons of different colors. Um, Hi. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to our world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, it's, like, if there's, like, an orange moon, maybe you, like, lightly glow orange. Right. And then, like, you have, to like, different colored moons. So, like, if the moon's 
if the different moons mean different things, then maybe when mm -hmm. you're casting certain spells, you glow the different colors of the different moons. Mm -hmm. um, that's just me expanding on that. Um, or your pupil shift in the shape uh, matching the current phase of the moon. I feel like that can actually be quite scary at times. Oh, like yeah. your, your pupil shifting? Yeah. Yeah, no, that'd be terrifying. But like the thing is, you're casting spells, so the likelihood of someone being close enough for them to like see your pupil shift... I think that's like probably if you didn't want someone to know that you were using moon magic, <laughs> that might be the one that you do. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, but, well, this, I mean, this, one's, so this one's probably the coolest one, and it's also kind of the weirdest one, but it's spectral manifestations of the moon or moons of your world will orbit you while you cast this spell. <laughs> just like, yeah, it's just like just oh, yeah, like, I just have like a little moon hovering around it's me. It's very in your face, like, oh, yes, I am obviously using Yeah, moon that's magic. like, a, yeah, hey, you want me to hit you with a moon? <laughs> It's like a dodgeball, but it's just another <laughs> moon. Um, but yeah, it's like the last one is your shadow is lined in the faint light as if it were a lunar body during a solar eclipse. Um, which that was that was that's also one that I think is really cool because that's mm -hmm. one that like someone that was fighting you or in your party would have to like pay attention to see that happen. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, you're not going to catch it. Kind of like with the pupils thing, right? Um, which I always like because I like it when you know I have something that I know that the rest of the party doesn't, or like just me and the DM are in on it. Um, that can be exposed later. Um, wink, wink, hint, hint, nudge, <laughs> nudge. Fortunately, <laughs> uh, can't reveal anything. Uh, pupils and eyes and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, pupils and eyes. Uh, you know, uh, so people have been paying attention in past episodes. They might have an idea of what's going on. Uh, so write this down. Oh no, the scribe is writing <laughs> things down. Oh, no. I've said too much. The jig is up, Hagar. We know what you are. Uh, but yeah, and then you get like these, these all new features um, and spells too that you get um, and or are like now considered like lunar magic. Mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, fairy fire has been around for forever. But what about Moonbeam, though? But, yeah, there's a, yeah, that sounds like a Pokemon move. Yeah, I know. It really uh, does. I think that <laughs> no. is a Pokemon move. I think it's Moon Blast. Oh. I, I don't uh, know. There's always beam, something beam. In yeah. Pokemon. But uh, I think the spell that I'm most interested in, like, I, because I don't, I've never heard of it before, so I, mm. it has to be new, is Evard's Black Tentacles. Ooh, yeah. That seems so interesting, and I want to know what that means, like, what it is. I do, too. I've never heard of it, either. Because so like I, I I imagine it could just be a spell that really sucks that's always existed that we yeah. just never heard of and they were just like ah sure that's moon magic I mean I f I like, but I don't feel like it is it, it sounds like something that would be very cool mm -hmm. yeah it, it kind of kind of reminds me of uh oh what's the uh, spell where it literally like this giant dirt hand comes up and just grabs you mm -hmm. like yeah, I I, 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 can't I can't remember, remember the, the name of the spell of but um I I feel like that's kind of just what I get from it. Considering you don't often get a, a spell and all that that has like a specific actual person's name mm -hmm. in it, and that's what this is. And yeah, so... but you, you get free sacred flame, yeah, as, true, like true. which is just cool. You also um, get phantom uh, steed and all that. Yeah, uh, that comes later. Yeah, but I'm talking well, about yeah, like but... like the first level stuff that you get in addition because it's like it's 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 a it's a sorcerer subclass. So right, like, right. It it comes through. Um, in that in that way where it's like yeah okay what does this have over other sorcerer mm -hmm. subclasses like okay well you get sacred flame and it doesn't like it it doesn't count towards the cantrips you already get as a sorcerer right. which is cool um and then you get access to all like the lunar spells which they have like a spell table which i assume will be expanded um over time either with new spells or they'll add um currently existing spells like mm -hmm. you know like with phantom steed and things like that um and they on the lunar table of spells um there's like different um, 
types of moons that they fall under. Yeah. And which it, is kind of neat, but it's also kind of weird. Well, now, my thing is the fact of, like, I can understand why they're doing it because I think it has to do with the fact that later on at level six, you get lunar boons. And uh, you can, like, change. Yeah, well, that, yeah. Right? Is, that, is that what uh, it is? So, so lunar boons is actually uh, the lunar phases inc- influence your metamagic. Mm-hmm. And so uh, each lunar phase is associated with spells of the following schools of magic. So with full moon, uh, it affects abjuration and conjuration. Uh, new moon is evocation and necromancy. And then crescent moon is divination and transmutation. And so I think what they're doing with the lunar spell list is the fact that because they have them underneath each of these, you know, full moon, new moon, crescent moon, mm-hmm. uh, those have to go, those fall into those categories. Like, uh, I'm I fairly sure that dissonant whispers is... Uh, probably evocation or necromancy, one of the two. I I don't know. I don't actually bother uh, to remember all the schools of. Yeah, well, it has. Um, yeah, so it all. Yeah, because it splits them between the different like like even on the lunar spell table, you can mm-hmm. see like under full moon spells, you have fairy fire, moonbeam, death ward, freedom of movement, mass cure wounds, etc. And then there's you know the same number of spells for each of the other ones. Right. Um, and they fall under those. Um, Categories, and then at sixth level, though, because the the issue that I think I would run into is every day you have to pick whether you want to cast from full moon, new moon, or crescent moon, mm-hmm. um, and that's like at, well, it's not every day. It's, it's, every it's after yeah, every, every, every long rest. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so I mean, you, you can have like twelve in, of them in one yeah, session. In one session, you could have multiple different uh, right. chances. So. I don't know if that's going to be too constricting. I I can't tell. This is why this is for playtest. Right. Um, but at sixth level, you basically, as a bonus action, you can just switch between them. Mm-hmm. It's called waxing and waning, which is really neat. Yeah. Um, wh- whoever did this is a huge moon nerd, by the way. Like, I like granted, waxing and waning, like, that's not super complicated. Most people know that that's what you call the moon when it's, like, getting bigger mm. or getting smaller. But it's just, like, it's neat. Mm. That you just like that they actually gave it a name instead of like moon phases or whatever. Right. I think it would be interesting um, because so from what I'm understanding with um, like the first level stuff, you can choose if you want to use the full moon spells, new moon spells, or crescent moon spells. Mm -hmm. I think it would be interesting if it changed with the moon cycle. So whatever like phase the moon is in, you have to use those spells. You don't get a choice. Right. And I think that would be a really interesting dynamic to do so that you're not just using the same stuff all the time. Yeah, but that, would, she... that would put more stress on the DM to, like, keep track of, like, <laughs> yeah. the moon cycles. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why I have a handy um, little fantasy calendar made, which I still have yet to give you guys. Yeah, but to I don't that. do that uh, for mine. Uh, so, no, I, I, have, I have to go all um, out for my players. Sometimes. Yeah, but with, but with that, you know, I think with the, the, the waxing and waning at sixth level would be, like, your reward for dealing with that. Right. <laughs> uh, like, now you get to just change. But then it'd be kind of interesting because, like, then would you be changing the phases of the moon in that context, you know? And mm-hmm. what kind of repercussions does that have? You yeah. Know? In reality, not a whole lot, but, like, who knows? But, Nessie... You, you might just be messing with all the werewolves a lot. <laughs> yeah, you uh, now my... Like, you just make there never be a full moon again. Well, they, then the issue is, you know, because full moon and new moon, those only last a day. Right. Yeah. You know? What What about every, every other step in between? Because, you know, you've got... You yeah, know, you have waxing gibbous, waning gibbous. Yeah, and all these different yeah. phases. And if you only have three that are affected, that seems kind of redundant if you're being, if like the actual phase of the moon 
affects your powers yeah. and all that. But then, you know, those in between, because those are still phases of the moon and they just don't matter. Yeah, like, do you start to, like, get some stuff from the ones that you're getting closer to? Or is there, like, a whole new table? Away from? Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's a fantastic start to an idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, you know, like, if you had, I guess if you had to break down, like, moon phases, full, new, and crescent are probably the most, like, right. most well-known. But, like, it's a gibbous for longer than it's any of those other <laughs> Right, yeah. yeah. You know, it, it can also be a half moon, you know? But then again, like, you know, new moon, full moon, and half moon, they are only a thing for, like, a night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, so, if you're trying to, like, you know, make it so, oh, you can only use full moon spells when it's a full moon, it's like, well, you better have some way to make it a full moon, otherwise you only get one day. You get one right, shot at that. Right. Unless it's, like, you have three moons, and it's like, okay, well, then it's, like, every other day you might be able to do it. Yeah. Or, uh, or depending um, on if your moons actually have, like, a different uh, cycle, considering I know mine... Uh, I think one of them may follow a closer approximation to what our actual moon is mm-hmm. like. But then I have another one that takes way longer. So, like, each phase lasts longer than you, uh, than just the normal. So, mm-hmm. I feel like that also plays a, a role in it. But so much of it has to go into what the DM decides and for the DM to, you know, keep track of these things. Or you, as the player, needs to, you know, needs to be keeping so many notes making sure that, you know, all these different things. It's, I, I do really like it, but there's just so much that feels very open. There's a lot of nuance and a lot of options with it so right. far, I feel like. There's, well, I would say that there's not enough in the early levels, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think, because most most um, classes and whatnot, they get their stuff at, like, there's, like, usually something at level three, mm-hmm. usually something bigger at level five that right. they have to look forward to. I think it's weird that we only see level one and then we jump to level six. Exactly. And then it yeah. jumps again to level 14, 14 and then 18. And then 18. And I got to be honest, I don't know many people that get through uh, campaigns that make it to level 14, let alone 18. No. You know? Yeah. Um, granted, the things here seem really, really cool, but I think, you know, maybe power them down and lower the level curve for them because there's no there's no this is just exponential growth and again this is all for Mm playtesting but you know if i'm playtesting this i'm gonna have a lot of fun in like level one but then sitting through levels two through five while everyone else is getting you know a boost at level three a boost at level five i have to wait till level six before i even become kind of cool again right you know Like, yeah, there's there's cool stuff that I get, but not not even close not to enough. enough. Yeah. Um, and I don't I don't know if it's if it's just me, but I feel like um, kind of with especially with like level 18, I was reading through it and like with the new moon, uh, like you, you momentarily emanate an oppressive gloom. Each creature of your choice within 30 feet of you must succeed on a dexterity saving throw against your spell save DC or take 3d 10 necrotic damage. I mean, yes. That is kind of good because you can... And its speed is reduced to zero. Yeah. So, like, it can't move. It it can't move, but also... And you go invisible. Like, I feel like part of that is, like, too much. Like... But keep in mind, this is at level 18. Yeah. At level 18, 3d10 is not as much as you think it is. Oh, yeah, no. Because, I mean, the max you're getting is 30. Yeah. And, And, like, well, yes, you can technically... Uh, use this if you spend five sorcery points to use it again. Uh, I mean, that's at, that's at, at that point, but you're having levels, you're having like spells that are at such high level 
that, that it's just better to just it's it's better to probably just cast like disintegrate or something. Yeah, and you know, you know, at this point, I, I feel like invisible is literally just like it's like basically the and it's only the invisible for like a turn. Yeah, like if you cast invisible on yourself, like yeah, okay, you lost like what a level three mm-hmm. uh, spell slot, but. I mean, literally, that's like nothing for a level eighteen. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like I think I think whoever designed this did a really good job of like um, teasing it and mm-hmm. giving us stuff to go off of to start like planning characters around, right? But not enough to make me immediately want like as much as I immediately want to play with moon, moon magic. <laughs> there's not enough for me to be like, why don't I just play a bard? Because right. I'll get buffs yeah. at three and five. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then, or, or like, you know, why would I want to wait and sit through levels two through five while the rest of the party is getting like sick? Like, yes, there's always classes that progress a little bit slower and then the payoff's better. Right. But it's this... the fact that you're not keeping up pretty much at all. Yeah. No, you know, like every, like... like other classes give you free cantrips. Mm-hmm. Other classes give you um, certain spells to choose from. But like even with these lunar spells, like in the first level spells, there's only like three on the lunar spell chart that right, you can use right. at level one. And then you get another one at level three and five, which I guess could be like considered what you would say is like your addition. But like that's in comparison to what bards get at like three yeah. and five. It's it's like oh I get to cast moonbeam or blindness and deafness or darkness you know it's like that's that's just because those are those level spells mm-hmm. you know that's it's not really that special it's, it's other not, than yeah. maybe moonbeam which I don't know what it does but it it kind of just sounds like eldritch blast <laughs> it <really does. laughs> like it's just I'm, it's I'm just actually, a much nicer eldritch blast hold on I'm actually kind of curious to see if I can find moonbeam five e very quickly yeah that'd be interesting because I just want to know what it does okay um and then once we do that I think we should probably move on to the rest of the stuff yeah so. We've only gotten to like the first two pages of Moonbeam, second level evocation, uh, range is 120 feet, target a five foot radius, 40 foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. Um, it's druid class. A silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five foot radius, 40 foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. Until the spell ends, dim light fills the cylinder. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain, and it must make a constitution saving throw. It takes 2d10 radiant damage on a fail save, or half as much on a successful. Is that a concentration spell? Uh, Yes, up to one minute. Um, Up to one minute. Yep, up to one minute. A shape changer makes its saving throw with a disadvantage. Oh, interesting. Okay. If it fails, it also instantly reverts to its original form and can't assume a different form until it leaves the spell's light. Ooh, changelings are screwed. Oh, yeah. On each of your turns after you cast a spell, you can use an action to move the beam 60 feet in any direction. At higher levels, when you cast a spell using a spell slot of third level or higher, the damage increases by 1d10 for each spell slot. Okay, so it sounds like the spell already existed. It was just a druid spell. Yeah. I mean, um, but I don't, I don't know. Now many it's people. a sorcerer spell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know many people who would actually use. I mean, it sounds interesting. It sounds like it'd be useful in very specific situations, right? You know? Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a spell that I'd go out of my way to get, no. but it'd be a spell that I'd be happy I had. So maybe that's kind of what that is. You know, you you gain access to it, whether or not it's like I don't know exactly how they're gonna do it. Where it's like, you know, do, do does taking moonbeam take away one of my mm-hmm. third level spells that I choose, or do I get it in addition? Um, that's not super explained, but then again, it doesn't really have to be. This is for playtesting. This is for people to try it out and give feedback, um, which I guess is kind of what we're doing, is giving the feedback of g- give it more. Right, um, yeah. But I don't. I also don't want them to like give it so much that it's just overpowered, 
you know, I don't want this to be the next, like, variant human. <laughs> right. Um, where, like, for so long, the only things I heard people playing were variant human, because it's just, it's it's really good. Yeah, I mean, you get free feet. I mean, yeah, come on. Yeah, you get, you get free stuff. Um, so, like, I, I'd say, you know, don't focus so much on putting stuff into level 14 and 18. Put more stuff into the, the first five yeah. levels. Yeah, yeah. Um, and flesh it out like make or if you don't then make make me see why it's worth it to mm-hmm. wait you know um, granted if the campaign's starting at level five I only have to wait one level um, but a lot right. of campaigns start at level one or, you or know, level, level one level five level ten well sometimes level three I mean I, I usually often go level three or level one I actually never do a campaign starting at level five huh yeah I just I, I, guess I feel we're just like different DMs <laughs> crazy yeah. we're different people hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, uh, any any other thoughts before we move on on, um, the, on the moon stuff? I mean, I will say I just looked up Evard's Black Tentacles. It seems like it was an actual spell. Not in 5e, uh-huh. though. It was a 3.5 spell. Okay. Uh, then it was converted. And so it literally is basically exactly what we thought it was, where it's just kind of like how that... Just kind of grab stuff. Yeah, so uh, basically... Hold people still while you punch uh, them. Squirming ebony tentacles fill a 20-foot square on the ground that you can see within range. For the duration, these tentacles turn the ground into turn the ground in the area to difficult terrain when a creature enters the affected area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there the creature must succeed on a dex save or take 3d6 bludgeoning damage and be restrained Ooh. by the tentacles until the spell ends uh, a creature that starts its turn in the area and is already restrained by the tentacles takes 3d6 bludgeoning damage uh, a creature restrained by the tentacles can use its action to make a strength or dex sit check uh, against your spell save dc on a success it frees itself that's not bad, but again, you waiting till seventh level to get it. Right. Yeah. You know, um, granted, you'll have other good spells at that point. Yeah, and this but is a it'll fourth level conjuration spell. Yeah, it's you got to pick and choose when you use that spell. Right. Okay. So, final thoughts to either of the two of you on moon magic? As excited as we are about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I agree that I feel like there needs to be more like earlier on Mm -hmm. but i do think that it's really interesting and i mean once it is more like fleshed out it's definitely something that i would look into to play Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah i agree i think it's really cool it just needs it just needs more yeah i mean well that that's to be expected (laughs) this is a play test it's a play test Um, and i was actually surprised that they released this in public for free I'm not, because it's they want feedback. I mean, yeah, they know? want free feedback. But usually, when I see this kind of stuff with like companies and all that, they're usually they usually have like beta tests, gamma mm-hmm. tests, all mm-hmm. that different stuff. And maybe that comes after this. Maybe it does. Either it comes after this, or maybe they've already done stuff. Mm-hmm. Where like they've probably already tested it among their own like inner circle, you know? Right. But you know, you need other people. Yeah, I know, definitely. Okay, so Kay. now let's move on. Um, uh, so yeah. We're gonna kind of gonna run quickly, do a run through. Cause it's of, backgrounds and stuff that yeah. aren't as cool. And I, I mean, to be honest, we could go through the feats, but I, it's not. I mean, because I mean, literally, the feats aren't that neat. The feats really aren't. I mean, you've got adept of the black robes, of the adept of the red robes, adept of the white robes, divine communications, divinely favored, initiate of they, high. They they all kind of do what they say they do in their title. Yeah. Like. Like protective magic. I wonder. I wonder. Or uh, adept of the white robes that just has like the keywords protective magic. I wonder what that does. Yeah. No. You know. Um, no. I mean, it's not anything crazy. And you know, after going through them earlier by myself, there's nothing. Like there's stuff where I'm like, oh yeah, I could use that. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'll I'll think of those now going right. forward. But I'm not like, 
oh, these are the Ooh, best feats ever. Yeah, no. Because um, they're not. They're I, okay. <laughs> I'm kind of interested in, like, the knights, because, like, the one that really sticks all out these, to me is... All this knight stuff is, like, th- that's going crazy. Kinda, yeah. I think they're trying to make knights cool again, because, let's be real, knights have not been cool yeah, for a while. They really have. But Knight of the Rose, that's, like, the one that I'm most interested in. Oh, you're so itchy. I'm sorry. Roses are, like, one of my favorite flowers ever. Sorry, my bad. Uh, but also, like, um, I don't know. You get Bolstering Rally... Um, so you can choose up to three other creatures within 30 feet of you, and they gain temporary hit points equal to a roll of your hit die, proficiency, but plus proficiency bonus, plus ability modifier. And, like, that's that can be quite a lot of health. I'm going to be honest. Especially... Uh, well, if you have any kind of a build that abuses that. Right, yeah. And, uh, like, hold on. Let me see, let me see what uh, level you actually get that. Because it says that you need to be at least, at least fourth level and have the squire of uh, Solomnia, that feat as well. Which kind of sucks the fact that in order to get a feat, you have to have a, another, another feat. feat. I mean, there's a lot of stuff like that in D&D throughout. Hopefully you have like a, a, a nice enough DM that's like, okay, you didn't know that this feat existed. Right. Or you didn't know that that was a requirement. You can go back and change your feats or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's like, yeah, that's how you do spells anyway. Like when you level, you can get rid of spells to get other spells. Right. Um, and sometimes DMs will let you switch that out between levels too so mm-hmm. but yeah so um you can't have both though <laughs> yeah so uh let's let's do a quick rundown of what uh you know the knight of solomnia and uh the mage of high sorcery is um so really like we like we kind of said the knight of solomnia is literally just it's a knight it's a knight uh, they're trying to make knights cooler um i mean it's interesting there are some parts that i like there are some parts that are just like okay it's basically cool. like paladin. Yeah, it's like, it's just paladin, like it but just, more it, medieval. The description of this of this knight of this like background just says paladin. Mm-hmm. You know, like you've trained to be a valorous warrior known as the knight of Salamnia. Strict rules guide your every action, and you work to uphold them as you strive to defend the weak and oppose all forms of evil. Your honor is as important to you as your life. Can you tell that that's like a lawful good paladin? Because that's a lawful good paladin. Really, I, I could have sworn of. it was Zuko. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my gosh! Um, yeah, you immediately get the squire of Salamnia feet. Um, mm-hmm. So that's you're already part of the way through to you know Woo. the Knight of the Black Rose or whatever. Right. Um, so that's kind of neat. Um, you get like a few different personality traits that you can get, and they're all equally like honor 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 um that's rough buddy oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh god i love that's you. it i'm leaving <laughs> no. um but yeah so it's it's very much like you're just a lawful good paladin that that is dummy honorable yeah good for you i guess i mean i'd say you know for those who who are checking this out Definitely give it a test, but I mean, I doubt you're gonna come up with anything. Be like, oh yeah, this is so cool. I like this so much more. Literally, I guarantee you're gonna look at this. You're gonna play through it a little bit, and then you're gonna be like, can I just switch back to paladin? Well, like, it's, it's just it's it, well, it, you no, it's a background, so you well, are I mean, a paladin. Well, I mean, yeah, you know. but, I mean, I mean, if you want to be a knight, I guess you could try to you know homebrew it. But yeah, it's definitely made for, and I think it says made for paladins, right, fighters, right. etc. Um. So you're just you're just a you're just a differently flavored lawful good paladin. Okay, and uh, Mage of High Sorcery is the other background. That's literally just 
It's it's just like I am a well-trained wizard. I am Dumbledore's great nephew or something. Yeah. I mean, like, they, 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 they also say that it's not just wizards. You know, you can also use, like, bards, sorcerers, and warlocks. Like, basically, they're like, oh, you can use any spellcaster. It's like, yeah, but, like, when you think of a spellcaster that studies a lot, it's either a wizard or a bard, and it's usually a wizard that you associate with someone who, like, yeah. overstudies. Like, yeah, bards have their colleges and whatever, but, like, wizards are, like, the ones that's like, oh, I have to work hard for my magic, you stupid sorcerers. Yeah, they, and also, this really doesn't help with that image of, like, a wizard and all that, considering it, in the little, like, gray text box, it says, in past presentations of the Dragonland setting, several, several of the Dungeons & Dragons modern spellcasting classes didn't exist. To accommodate these classes, the group known as the Wizards of High Sorcery has evolved into the Mages of High Sorcery. The group's distinct orders and signature robes remain, but the organization now accepts members from a broad range of spellcasting traditions. The fact that they have to say their distinct orders and signature robes, what do you think of when, when you hear that? Like, honestly. Yeah, it's it's just, it's very much a, we had to add this. Right. You know? But this is still where it's from. Like, it's it's not distinct enough to be different, to no. be called something different, but it's so similar that it kind of just hurts. <laughs> like, I don't know. When I hear signature robes I j and I think of mages, I just instantly think of, like, the uh, blue and silver, like, robes from, like, Merlin and Mickey okay. Mouse and all that. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Like, that's, like, my instant, like, that's that's a mage. That's a wizard yeah, right there. It's a, a very right stereotypical, there. like, mental image of a wizard. Yeah. yeah. And, like, they really don't Especially do with, much like, to... all the different robe colors meaning different things. It's like, ah, I wonder what the white robe does. I wonder I what a white wonder. mage does. I Anyone that's <laughs> in geek culture knows what a white mage does. <laughs> gee, I wonder what a black mage does. I wonder. Oh, gee, you're really throwing me for a loop here what he does damage that's crazy the white mage does healing that's nuts dude um i mean uh, you know we're talking a lot of smack but when it comes to backgrounds backgrounds are backgrounds are backgrounds you're you're they're all kind of they're hit or miss yeah they're yeah. hit or miss and they're pretty easy to just kind of like you know Throw to, toss to the side yeah. not really pay much attention and only take like um the pros from them so i could easily see people in their games like like yes my background is mage of high sorcery but i'm a bard so yeah. i just wear like this say they were like the red robe or whatever that's like that's like their cape mm -hmm. you know and it has no other thing to do with them because they don't want to deal with it so their dm doesn't bring that into the story and they are just a bard that happens to have that right as their background. right you know that's what i see happening for this um is it cool Sure, in the same yes. way that it was cool when it came out years and years and years ago, um, uh, where like all the original edition. fans of it now are in their forties at the at the at the youngest, you know. Yeah. Because uh, Dragon Lace has been around since almost as long as Dungeons and Dragons has been. Around. Yeah, it's so. Um, which you know, with with that in mind, this whole knight and wizard ideology makes more sense <laughs> because that it's, was it's, what it was. Yeah. That's that's you know, you had a lot less to go off of. At that point, a lot less stuff had been made. I guess. Yeah, and and not a lot of those ideas of like paladin and all that. Like that. I mean, paladin existed. Um, well, but like yeah, paladins yeah. were just knights at yeah. that time. Paladins couldn't really be much else. Um, I mean, as far as playing goes, um, from what I know. Granted, yeah. I wasn't alive back then. Sorry, boomers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I say boomers, but it's like mostly Gen X. Like. <laughs> Um, it's like, like late Gen X, um, yeah. or like early Gen X, however that works. I don't know. But early uh, old Gen Xs are. But, uh, I don't know. Do you guys have any other final comments, uh, 
that you want to throw your thoughts on in about any of this, you know, moon magic, uh, backgrounds, backgrounds the, the kender. I'm so excited to be a kender. I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> no, already honestly, making plans. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited to try and play a kender. Um, I want to be I a kender mean, with moon magic. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's just going to throw every si- one of every single bit in here. Yeah, I'm going to, and one of his backgrounds could be like Mage of High Sorcery or something. Yes. Oh, yeah. going to be a bard. But... Magic mage. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make a, like a bard. Oh, no, I can't. He has to be a sorcerer. Dang it. Mm. Oh, well. Uh, sor- I guess sorcerer kender. Uh, yeah, it's Mage of High Sorcery. Uh, there you then, go. Yeah. Um, Still get one of each. Piece. Yeah, I think yeah. I think in general because it and it's to be expected because it is playtest, mm-hmm. but you know with like the stuff with the like Kender I think is re- pretty well fleshed out as far as what to expect from them. Mm-hmm. That's cool. If they add a little bit more, I'll be happy. The lunar magic, again, they need to add more or explain why I should wait until mm-hmm. later levels to be excited to play them. <laughs> right. Um, then when you get into these new backgrounds, I think they should add more that is different mm-hmm. from the way it was mm-hmm. um, that makes me feel like it stands out from what Dungeons and Dragons has been. Right. Because right. to me, I understand reiterating things, bringing things to a newer audience, uh, kind of like what we've said in previous episodes about like, you know, that takes away like the gatekeeping element because now it's been printed here, it's ours too. You know, mm-hmm. like you can't be like, well, back in my day, we had this. You know, it's like, well, we have it in our day too, old man. Uh, <laughs> the future is now, old yeah, man. Yeah, the future is now. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that kind of takes away that element. So I think if they add uh, some more to it, I'd be happy with like the right, backgrounds. Because right. like, I don't want to just think of a, like a wizard slash sorcerer or whatever you want to call it, like that classic thing. Because like, we have that. Mm-hmm. I know how to build that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, this would make it easier to build that but i don't we don't we don't need that like it it's it's fine it's good and dandy it shouldn't be its own thing right if that makes sense like if this was if it was thrown into like a random book that just had a bunch of stuff fine perfect perfect place Mm -hmm. for something like this but if this is getting released as like a oh look at this new awesome thing i'm sorry i'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel cheated. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, cool! I can make a knight or a wizard. Wait a minute. Is that it? <laughs> I, I've been able to do this since forever. Crazy. <laughs> all right. So, if that's all the comments we have, I believe so. Uh, yeah. Then I think we can go ahead and get into the campaign. Let's go. Yeah. Last time, last when last we were left off, uh, uh, since we have to give a recap. Yep. Uh, basically, we found little to nothing out. Uh, we Hugart, spent an entire episode <laughs> investigating the murder to learn nothing about the murder. Uh, <laughs> we found out that the murder weapon was like from another continent, and then we found out that uh, the doctor smelled sand before she was stabbed. Did. Um, and then we uh, tried to interrogate the one guy that we knew that was from the <laughs> desert, and it just didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it pretty much just ended with us having awkward conversation and waiting <laughs> for night to fall so that uh, Calcine could sit in the corner while the uh, <laughs> while the doctor slept in hopes that the that the attempted murderer would like attempt to kill them again. 
Notably because Hagar very loudly tried to antagonize the demons, so <laughs> we're going to see if it works. Because I, I informed them that she was in fact alive, which was dumb in the moment, but it wound up might have been a good move. Yeah, we'll find out tonight. Who knows? We'll find uh-huh. out. I'm going to be so mad if no one comes to kill this woman. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds awful, but like you understand, don't you? It's my first time playing a rogue, and I really want to get to sneak attack somebody, so I'm like, oh, this would be the perfect time. You have to stab them and then like scream for help, I guess. Because like if you scream for help and then stab them, it's going to look weird. Yeah, yeah. I will say, I I thought of it, like, also, like, while we were coming up with this plan, I was like, Aaron could be so mean, and, like, have the person, like, sneak in, stab, and then vanish, and then everyone would think it's you. No! No, don't even think about it. it. No, no, no. You can't do it now, idiot. Please don't, please don't. Why do you think I didn't say it during the last (laughs) session? Because I was like, he's going to do it. Okay, I think now, Sam. I do believe that you give me a bit more credit than than you probably should. I mean, you've been <laughs> playing with me now for many sessions. Uh huh. <laughs> you've seen both my on podcast yeah. playstyle and my home playstyle, and uh-huh. uh, I can be mean. Mean <laughs> at times. I'm really afraid now. <laughs> I you shouldn't. There's no way he does that now because I called it out. So then anyone that listens that and then he does it, they can call him. Uh, to, 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 You're uh, a bad DM. Yeah, words that I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad DM. You stole ideas from your players. <laughs> stole ideas. Who? What? What? Uh, DM. Do not opalgate me. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Every DM steals from their players. Like, oh, that that player is throwing something together that makes absolutely no sense, but actually does make sense because you didn't think about it. Stealing from your players is one thing. Stealing from your players within like twenty minutes of them saying <laughs> that is a different thing. Uh, all right, let's get into it. All right. So, we left off with you guys getting some um, oh communication. My God. Between each other, uh, yeah, that's one word for it. Yeah, Hagar slurping on his Hagar meat is not noodles. socially adept, and it shows. <laughs> oh yeah, Hagar slurped down all his meat noodles, picked meat his noodles. teeth uh, with his skewers. Uh, Calcine and Gwendolyn, they both had some mashed potatoes and dumplings, and they hopefully enjoyed that. As far as, far as we know, as far as we know, uh, and each of. Each person had a nice little conversation. Conversation. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. It's like conversation isn't the Mm-mm. proper word. It was just real awkward. It <laughs> really was. Um, but they talked with one another um, in the hopes of getting to know one another better. But um, yeah, that that uh, didn't go too hot. At um, least not for Hagar and Calcine. <laughs> I don't think it really went hot for anyone. It, yeah, it didn't go great for any of them, but it really didn't go well on that first try. To be fair, I feel like it accurately describes like just sitting with someone that you've barely met, you've known yeah. for less than twelve hours. Is it accurate? Yes. Does it yeah. make for good for for good uh, entertainment? Entertainment? Yes. No. <laughs> in, in my defense, it can be quite funny. Hagar started the conversation with. I'm possibly word for word asking, so come here often? So, <laughs> that was not on Listen, me. Listen, he's not socially <laughs> adept. Yes, I'm aware. Oh. 
He is socially kind of stupid. He does his best, and that's But he's counts. cute, so he gets away with it. <laughs> Why did we all make socially awkward characters? Well, my character, I don't there. think Hogar's that socially awkward. It's just... He's dumb. He makes other people awkward because he just opens with things like that, and just like... So. <laughs> yeah, he's just... He's uh, a little screws loose mm. up there. Oh. And then we've got <laughs> the, the next edge. conversation. He says, "So when you and your dad fight, who wins?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, uh, apparently me and my dad we just got into a, uh, a conversation and it's gotten to an argument, and now we're about a fist fight in twenty and like twenty. I need minutes. a ref. Can I, you, uh... I need a ref. So uh, <laughs> I've lost. I think like. 12 times to him. I've beat him like five. So uh, I'm hoping I, I'm to start getting, getting my streak up. <laughs> After seeing Hagar's dad, I don't think I'm going to get involved with that. <laughs> I, I feel like it'd be like uh, Doomsday fighting Superman, you know? Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> one of them is clearly going to win, but like you don't want to step in because maybe the other one will fight back. Oh yeah. All right. So as, as all of you guys were doing that, eating your food and talking with one another, uh, the time managed to pass, and night slowly overcame the city. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, it did. All right, so what's the game plan? Uh, the game plan is uh, me and, and Gwendolyn and, I guess, the poor, poor desert man go hide in the <laughs> poor, poor desert man's room. The poor, poor desert man just trying to get some sleep. <laughs> yeah. He's been, he's been just... I don't know. Assaulted? Wait. Yeah. I voted <laughs> that we did not we tell make him. the doctor aware of the plan that we were going to uh, sneak you know, her into her room tonight? No. <laughs> uh. Listen, if nothing happens, she won't find out about it. Yeah, so. just, just don't mean... fail your stealth checks, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> don't fail. I mean, I have proficiency. I was going to so say, I'd, I hope, hope, I'd I hope we don't, but it, I've failed many a thing that I'm proficient in, so. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Okay, well. All right, Just so we've got Calcine going up to the doctor's room, and then our big boy and uh, Squire, <laughs> Scribe, I mean, not Squire. Uh, this is what we get. Hey, you're for... my Squire now. You're, I'm you're my no. Squire. Yikes. Look at me. I am the knight now. <laughs> we, we, we've got the Sherlock Holmes and then the himbo <laughs> uh, going into Vinny's room. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll actually do Calcine's stealth first. Okay. Uh, let's see here. How stealthily do you want to? How stealthy do you want to be? Because I mean, you do have a door there. Okay. Then also you have the inside of the room and also the leading up to the room. Do you want to stealth for all three of those or a small portion of them? Oh, wait. I, I would recommend like not stealthing for all three because you might mess up. Like you might mess up at some point. Yeah, so the less rolls, the better. Probably. I feel like. um, so you could say like you like duck into the into the door and then you like slink into the corner because then you don't have to like make checks for like going further and further into the room until there's someone to stab. Yes, what he said. <laughs> and then if they catch you, you yell for help anyway, like you were going to. So. And then Hagar will just Kool Aid Man through the wall. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how many stealth checks? Okay, like so. Uh, I'm going to have to make one. you... Yeah, you, I'm going to say at two. At least one. Two? Um, yeah, two. Okay. Numero uno. Oh, no. My first one's a 12. 12. Um, all right. And Uh-oh. go ahead and give me the second one. That's much better. 21. Okay. So... <laughs> she, like, looks at the door, <laughs> but you were just stealthy enough to, like, get out of the way of the door. <laughs> um. So as, as you kind of push open the door... 
Um, it creaks a little bit and you can see in, in the darkness because at this point she's already went to bed uh, and she's lying asleep. You see, you do see her stir a little bit, but from what you can tell, it's kind of just her rolling over or mm -hmm. something like that. So very like, oh my God, huh? like nerve wracking, <laughs> but you, I think you're in the clear. Uh, and then you, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, you managed to just like do like a small little tiptoe into the corner and just, I don't know. I don't know if you want to just like plop yourself down, do like a little slob squat. Or... Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to slob squat in the corner <laughs> in the shadows. Oh my God. All right. I was expecting like the edgy kid that like leans up against like between the corner, just like playing all cool. Like, the, like, like no, it's just like up just, and all that. I'm just gonna squat here. <laughs> squat. I gotta make myself small so that I can be concealed in the shadows. Okay. Do you disagree? I, did, I didn't argue. And I mean, yeah, you do manage you do, to yeah. slink into the shadows. That's right. pretty sick, dude. Sick, nasty. And then we'll go to Hagar and Gwendolyn. Uh. So I, I don't know how stealthy you guys want to be entering this man's this poor man's room that you guys no, have barged I wasn't planning on being stealthy at <laughs> all. Yeah, <screw> <laughs> you guys have no respect for this man. I, I, like, I just shove the door open. Oh. <laughs> What's he going to do? Stop me? I mean, he's going to jolt up. That's, that's his problem. Sure. And he's... I'm making a mental note now to never do like group stealth missions. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good idea. Probably like a very good idea. I mean, Hunter doesn't have bad decks, so it wouldn't be awful. But yeah, you know. No, we're just not trying. <laughs> we're we're not trying to be stealthy. Therefore, we aren't stealthy. All right, so you guys burst into uh, Vinny's room. <laughs> What's up, idiot? <laughs> he, oh he just Heard you like the desert. Loser. <laughs> in his tired state, he kind of just looks at you like, "What the? What in the world are you doing in here? Get go, out! Go back, now, go this back is to my sleep. Room now. It's okay. I'm appropriating it. I can, I can just imagine Hagar going up to him and like, as Gwendolyn's saying, "Go back to sleep." Official just, like, police matters. Just, like, <laughs> like, like, just, just, just like, dex clock. him. No, yeah. I wish, but no. <laughs> Just like, if I knew night, for night. sure that he was the murderer, absolutely. But, like, I don't. Oh, yeah. I just, like, this is official police matter. Don't get involved. Oh. He's kind of, he's kind I'm of... commandeering this room. Now he, and he, so, uh, even though he, like, stood up, or, like, s sat up, he's gonna kind of, like, scooch himself back to where he's, like, leaning up against the headboard. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's just gonna watch you guys the entire time. Mm-hmm. He just really likes how my butt looks when I'm like, have my ear pressed up against the wall, huh? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, you guys burst into his room in the middle of the night. You Listen, know. I wasn't saying I'm judging. Hugar's a beefcake, but like. <laughs> Bro. Hugar's the beefiest of cakes. Yes. Okay. And that's what happens when you're 6'5, 230 of pure muscle. Yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> Very valid. Very valid. Is Vinny not going to ask any questions or is he He's just going to accept it? <laughs> okay. He's he like okay. tried, but we pretty quickly shut him down. I'm just like, ah, I'm taking this room. It's mine now. Yeah. Besides, what can what can he really do? Like, Man, what's honestly, he gonna do? Stop me? Like, I mean, he he came through I the desert. I could throw him through the window. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and also, it, it's not like he owns the room. He's literally just like, he's not even paying for it. That's true. He's not. Like, I mean, this is my that's room. That's a good now. point. So, I mean, what, what what truly could he do? All he's gonna do is just stare at you guys judgmentally. Oh no, Aggravated. he's gonna judge me. Exactly. You guys should oh, be Oh no, very the murder afraid. suspect's gonna judge me. Oh, <laughs> be <no>. very afraid. <laughs> Alright. 
now I'm going to do my little DM thing. Oh, God. No. Oh, no, he's rolling dice. Ah. Somebody help. <laughs> Mom, help! Ah. <laughs> Silence is overwhelming. We're all afraid. <laughs> Hello, anticipation. my own friend. <laughs> I've come to talk with you again. <laughs> Probably shouldn't sing that because mm-hmm. we'll, get, we'll get struck. Okay. Um, as long as it's under six seconds, we're good. That well, I hope that was under six seconds. Yeah, it's very I much feel was. like it was. It yeah. was. So, uh, Calcine, what is your passive perception? Um, eleven. Eleven. Um. So, you barely notice this, um, but you do see. The shutters for the window uh, kind of creak open just a little bit. And you kind of just see this this kind of silhouette of a hand carrying something. Just throw something into the room. And it just does like a... And it has like a light thud before it slinks back and shuts the shutters. Uh, can 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 I see what was thrown? Uh, you can certainly go over there and pick it up, but if you're still trying to make sure that the doctor is sound asleep, you're going to have to make another stealth check. Okay. Uh, I'm afraid. Oh, God, what did that come to? Um, I think that comes to a 13. Yeah, 13 for stealth. Okay. The floor is a bit creaky, uh, and you're really, really afraid. <laughs> you see her tossle around a bit more it seems like her eyes uh flutter a bit like on the verge of opening (laughs) before she rests once more and as you reach down and pick up this item you notice that it's actually um a small weight connected to a um a scroll of paper on it okay uh, unfortunately, you can't really make anything out considering it's dark in the room. You have even... dark vision, though. But it's shades of gray. Ugh. <laughs> okay. Um, follow-up question. If I produce flame, would that, like, hypothetically, would the light wake up the doctor? Um, I'm get, I'd have to have you make a... Uh, man... I, I, I'm going to ask for another stealth check, and this time it would be a disadvantage, considering you're, disadvantage. Bringing, you're bringing a light into it, the room, and you're, like, right next to her. Like, Yeah, this is fair. This is fair. <laughs> so, I, I mean, really want to know what the squirrel says, though. <sighs> okay, I'll, okay, I'm going to do it. Ooh. That was a 15 and a 20 base, and then I have proficiency on that, so that's... Um, <laughs> Yeah, you, you nat 20 bet. <laughs> that, no, so the lower one is a 23 with my okay. modifiers. All right. That's so, stealthy, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you, you managed to do, like, uh, some go-go gadget, like, lighter finger trick and, like, <laughs> just, oh like, God. flick your finger up with, like, a small flame, just enough to produce some light. Mm-hmm. And as you, uh, you're you reading, um, what languages do you know, actually? Um, common, primordial, and thieves can't. Okay, uh, I, let me make sure I have this right before I go ahead and say something that I'm going to regret later on. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. Um, oh my gosh. 
Uh, you said primordial, right? Yes. Okay, uh, yeah, no, you do not, you cannot read this. Darn. Uh, to you, it mostly looks like a bunch of scrolls and illegible drawings, basically. Hmm. It is very... Ask, like, out of game, is this infernal? Yes. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> I was, I was, I figured, but didn't want to assume. Yeah, I had to make, I had to make sure that's what it was, because I didn't want to be like, oh, it's actually uh, elvish. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm gonna be honest, like my my go to half the time is just like it's elvish, considering like half my players don't know elvish half the time, and so I'm just like, elvish is the easiest one to get them confused with, mm-hmm. even though elvish is like the primary race in these worlds half the time. <laughs> like yep. I don't know why you wouldn't pick it up. Okay. <sighs> exactly. So. Okay. Well. Shut up, elf. <laughs> <laughs> um, since I can't read it, I'm just gonna like hang on to it, and then I'm gonna just like stay in the room and like still keep watch, but just like go back to Make sure hiding she in my dying. corner. Make sure she ain't dying. Yeah. Okay. So you're spending the rest of the night on watch. Yeah. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> Unless something else happens. Yes. Um. See, because you guys are listening through a wall, I can't let... I, I I really can't have you guys roll anything, considering it was quiet enough for her to hardly notice it. So, like, you guys... Okay, question. Would I be close enough to the window to, like, see anyone, like, coming up the building or, like, dropping anything, you know? You, you would have to actively look out and see... Uh, but unfortunately, Hagar doesn't actually know that anybody's yeah, coming to the no. window or anything of that sort. Yeah. I was just wondering if I was close enough to the window that I, it could be like a perception check. Yeah, no. I, I mean, it is like there, but like I said, you'd really have to just. I'd say out. like, because like I figure I have my ear to the wall, so like, there's the slightest chance I could hear the thud come through, like through the window. But like that'd be super slight chance, so I, yeah. I wouldn't be mad if you said no. No, it's it's yeah. No, you wouldn't. Dang. Now I lied. I am mad that you said no. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So are you guys going to do anything else for the rest of the night? Uh, I think me and uh, Gwen are going to figure out, like, watch times. So, right. like, where one of mm-hmm. us is, like, paying attention to, like, ear to the wall, like, making sure, and then the other one can sleep so that we don't get exhausted. All right. What's What rotation are you going to do? Hugger, uh, I'll probably go first. Okay. I think. Okay. And ha- I think I'm, he's I'm very say... energetic in the moment, but he's going to get tired. Yeah. Um, usually I have four turns of watch. Mm-hmm. At, at the minimum, sometimes there can be more, mm-hmm. people will get more sleep. Uh, so how do you want to divvy it up? Do you want to do like a 2-2? Two, two? Probably 2-2, two, two. just mm-hmm. make it easy. Like like two, like one, mm-hmm. like back to back? Okay. All right. So uh, you're sitting, at like, Hagar, you, you start off first, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, you sit there, your, your ears pressed up against the wall. You probably slump down onto yeah, the ground probably at some sitting, point. but like... Like, just... You know, head on head on the hand, mm-hmm. listening to the wall. Um, and from what you can tell, nothing. Dang, man. And so That's some bull hockey right there. <laughs> you, your, your watch goes by very, very slowly <laughs> and boring. And you nearly fall asleep a couple times until finally you decide, okay, my watch is done. And now my watch is <laughs> Your turn. Then my watch gathers. Yep. I'm glad you caught that. Thank you. I, sorry, I, I, I love Game of Thrones. Great, great show. Great books, too. Facts. Anyways. Um, yeah. Anywho. <laughs> All right. So, Gwendolyn. 
your watch goes by with nothing happening either. Go. That's what I figured. <laughs> there we go. I figured, but I was like, just on the off chance that he just... lets me make a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, nothing really happens. Uh, I kind of want to make you roll just to see, because I feel like with, with your character, because she's that intelligent type, she also would seem like the type to want to go to sleep earlier while also, you know, possibly ending up falling asleep during a long watch. Uh, so this is kind of oh, no. just this is kind of just a flavor thing. Oh. Uh, so I'm going to wake up and see that she fell asleep on watch. What a what a if she falls asleep. What um I'm going to say constitution. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Makes sense. Oh, uh, should be good. 14 plus 2, so 16. Okay. So yeah, you you managed to stay awake long enough for your watch to and and by the time that um, the the sun begins to the, or the light of the sun begins to peek through the shutters and window, uh, you you just kind of breathe a sigh of relief, you know, a bit tired, but you feel like you could continue on, or maybe you do want to go to sleep. It's up to you. Sick. Uh, after I wake up, because like the sun's out and whatnot, I'm gonna go next door and I'm gonna knock. Uh, and then open the door, and then I'm gonna look to see exactly where Calcine is. And then as soon as I see her, I'm gonna like jump over to where she is, so that if the doctor wakes up, she just thinks that Calcine came in with me and doesn't like wake up. Like, why is there someone in the corner? <laughs> right, right. God bless. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, give me deception. Nuggets. Both of you. Both of us. Uh, yeah. I failed. Oh no. I crit failed. I got a 13. Yes. Okay. I mean, I got a total um, of five, but that's because I got a oh. nat one. Mm. Oh, you got a nat one? Yeah. Oh, this is lovely. Oh no. <laughs> but it was a five. Yeah. Uh, sorry to say, but uh, she wakes up and uh, you're like opening, like she kind of wakes up from the knock and then the opening of the door. Ah, so she kind of sees you and then she kind of glances over and she sees Calcine and she is now extremely worried. I'm like, don't freak out. Don't freak out. I, I had her here to like keep watch over you uh, and see if she, like, see if anything, if they like came back for you, um, which like based on the fact that nothing happened last night, I don't think they did. Well, actually... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. At this point, Gwendolyn's also, like, peeked her head in. So okay. Like, hi. Try to, like, gotta do, like, a whole... One of those uh, movie tricks where you gotta, yeah, like... Yeah, like, just, yeah. just around the corner. <laughs> yeah, but instead of it's just around the corner, it's, like, just around uh, the rib cage. <laughs> <laughs> this big, beefy man with his giant traps. Oh, yeah. So I'm just gonna, like pull out the thing that was thrown through the window and okay. be like, there was no attack per se, but someone threw this through the window. I don't understand what it says, but if either of you want to look at it... Hagar's going to look at it and pretend like he knows how to go about reading something. <laughs> Is he oh. illiterate? <laughs> <laughs> he has like maybe a first grade reading level at best. Oh, <laughs> so he's such buddy. a... Uh... Um, well, there's no reason for him to have learned how to read, so... All he has to do is just he, sit there, he make He hits stuff things and... that are metal, and he makes beverages, like... Exactly. Uh, he, like, goes, like, I can't quite make it out, and he's, like, trying to appear more intelligent, and then he just hands it over to, uh, um... 
Almost said Emily <laughs> to Gwendolyn. Who's Emily? I don't know, dude. Gwendolyn. Um, yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't speak that language. So, um, she's she's a little surprised that she doesn't speak the language because she speaks five languages. But <laughs> you would have um, thought she'd pick this one up. You just thought right? it, but guess not. Um. All right. Is if you don't figure it out, then I'm gonna hug her and be like, "Well, does the doctor know how to read it?" Mm-hmm. Uh, so she kind of looks it over, and uh, it it seems like she is able to read it, but it's not exactly like you know very fluent reading. It's not like she, a first language deal. It's yeah, like it's a, yeah. it's very just like oh. What does that say? Uh, does that say murder? <laughs> this could either be murder or this could be the word dog. I'm not quite sure. This is either stab you or cuddles. Can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this language. Come on. <laughs> Why do they have those two words? As the... Why are they so close together? Why are they so close? Like, all you needed was one accent mark. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she's, she's kind of going to finish up. She's going to look up. Uh, this happens to say, bring pariate, I I believe that's what it says, and none shall perish. Does that mean anything to anyone ever? (laughs) Gwendolyn's going to knock on the wall to Vinny's room and be like, get up, come in here. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, he's been up. (laughs) Just like, I know you're listening. Get over here. I know you're listening. You, Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. So he he slowly, uh, from what you can hear, he slowly gets up and <laughs> trudges out of the room. He's kind of tired. Um, a big hunk of a man definitely did not keep him up with his uh, bootay and his face <laughs> no. the entire time. Uh, as soon as he gets in the room, Hagar's going to pick him up and put him against the wall. Who is Party? <laughs> <laughs> party? Yeah, you heard me. It's Party. Wait, it's Party, right? No. <laughs> Emily can't remember what it is, but Gwendolyn does, and she'll, she'll repeat the name. Like uh, Party? It's, or it's, it's Pariate. Pariate? Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm assuming Gwendolyn translates that. And d- d- if you need me to, I can spell it for you. Yeah, I've just been, like, doing phonetic spelling this entire time, so that would be great if you could Yeah, do that. I mean, d- d- feel free to stop me and ask for how something's spelled. Okay. I, I want it. Uh, so, Pariade is spelled P-A-R-I-A-D-E. Yeah, where's party? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And so... Um, you you notice that his face kind of flushes a little bit. Ah, uh, so he knows who it is. He knows exactly who it is. All right, then uh, Hagar is going into interrogation mode. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> Hagar is going to say, I'm not going to ask you again. Who, what, where, party. <laughs> He's going to shake him. <laughs> He's very clearly trying to intimidate the man. Give me intimidation then. Yes, sir. Mm, also, yes, try not sir. to give the guy whiplash. Uh, I'm not going to try not to. Don't go Stacy. Did you uh, say uh-oh? Yeah, I did. Uh, that's a 14. Well, congrats. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> congrats. You, you now have a Gwen Stacy on your hands. <gasps> Which is not <laughs> I liked it. That was good. That was very funny, but so uncalled for. I love oh. using that so much. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Uh, okay. No. Um, you said it was a 14? Yeah. 
Um, so he's a little intimidated, but not enough to, to squeak. Okay. Can I also try to intimidate him? Absolutely. I want to like pull the dagger and be like, all right, talk. I'm going to oh, pull him closer so to the bad. dagger. <laughs> oh, so you're going to do like I'm this gonna, impending like, doom. She's <laughs> going to like pull out the dagger and I'm going to slowly move his throat <laughs> towards the dagger. <laughs> Okay, Accidentally. Probably not I feel like that should give advantage. That was worse. I only got a 13. Yep. Nope. Uh, you pull a dagger on him, though. Gwen We've is not the situation. very intimidating, but we're going to see if she can try. She's just going to... She's just going to glare. The hardest glare yet. that she oh, can. Yeah. Sort of. That's better than anyone else. I think. 13, 13 plus 4. So 4. So 17. 17. Surprisingly... Um, it's not the dagger that's getting pointed at his throat. It's the glare from the so chick. What, what I kind of imagine uh, Gwendolyn doing is... Uh, <laughs> like reaffirming, like, oh, they'll do it. No, <laughs> no it's more just like uh, she she kind of slams her fist up against the wall and, like, gets real close to him. And it's just uh, like, who is Pariate? You know, that's kind of... party? <laughs> like, you know, just this very monotone... Uh, sound to her voice. Like no quiet more anger. Like, the quiet yeah. anger is the most scary. Yeah, thing I like ever. like that's just the kind of intimidation. It's I like get the from... nice teacher that like blows up that one time oh my gosh, and yes. it scares everyone. That's exactly oh, yes. what that vibe is. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember when I had that teacher punch a a, a nice little dent in the whiteboard. <gasps> yeah. Hugger yeah. No. Scared. No. He, I mean, I absolutely love him. He's one of my favorite teachers that I ever had. But like, he got so mad, and it it wasn't my class, but he got so mad. He just or, punched the whiteboard. Yeah, he he like punched the whiteboard, and you literally just saw the knuckle prints. Dang, that's crazy. I was never like a problematic student, right but now. I had <laughs> cried because of things like that in school before. Like a teacher would get frustrated with someone else, and like I would get so guilty. You just I completely just, like, understand. Cry. Listen, as an Anyways, empath, <laughs> someone <laughs> empath, someone slightly raises their voice, and I have tears in my eyes. I just moved. All right, so <clears throat> as Gwendolyn gets nice and personal with him. Uh, you see the facade begin to crack, mm. and he's and you you hear him just go. I'm Pariade. Ah, so you lied earlier. No. Yes. What did I lie? When about? I asked you about the horned people, and you said I don't know. I never lied about that. I'm gonna shake you by your socks. I'm just gonna flip him over and just start shaking him. <laughs> Give me all your money. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's like that scene in a oh man my first my first instinct is a Larry boy. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> when, he, when he like suckered, like, gonna like down. flip him upside down and hold him by his ankles and start shaking him. Like, tell me about the horny people. Gwen is gonna get down to be like level with his head and be like, I thought your name was Vinny. Is it a title? Do I drop him on his head? What do I do? He's going to keep shaking him. <laughs> don't drop him on his head. We need him conscious. I didn't lie about that. But my full name is Vinicius Pariade. Uh, of course, it had to be weird. <laughs> sure. Couldn't have just been Vincent. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, wait, no, that's Kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> so how did, how did these people wanting you lead to the doctor being stabbed where where are you two connected here i don't know i guess they followed me as i was trailing through the desert and saw how malnourished and such 
Uh, can I make a deception check on that? Because that sounds like a lot of a deception hockey. or insight. It, yes, <laughs> the insight. <laughs> the one that tells you. I'm go- I'm going to deceive you, you into telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, I want to make an insight. Check. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Because Hogar just really doesn't want to believe this guy, which I think is fair. That's uh, you know that's that's kind of fair. Huh? Uh, fourteen. A fourteen. Um, so from what you can tell. Uh, it seems like he he is fairly truthful. Mm. Fairly. <laughs> Good, because next step I'm holding him out the window. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're on what, the, the second or third floor? Second floor. Ah, uh, so I wouldn't kill him. It's, it's, it's I like drop him on his head. It's like that scene in uh, Batman Begins, I believe. That's exactly what was just going through my head. I'm just going to keep pulling out references. Oh my point. gosh. Okay, that's fine. Um, so I'm not going to hold him out yet, but I'm still like, uh, after he says I didn't lie, I'm just going to shake him really hard, like up and down once. I'm not lying to you. Yeah, but you clearly know more than you're letting on. I don't, I swear. You said something about like the noble brat or however you phrased it, wanting, wanting you gone. Do you think this has anything to do with that? Perhaps it does. I doubt it. So who are these people then that are after you? Because you obviously know that they're after you. I don't know. Why. Probably some hitman. Gonna look over at Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Okay. Question. So, I have a a background feature thing: criminal contact. Mm-hmm. And I can, like, get messages to and from them, and, like, I know, like, local messengers and, like, people, like, so, hypothetically, like, I'm connected in the criminal underworld. Right. So, like, would I know or would I be able to find out if there actually were a hitman after him? These, these uh, people? You, you could, but it would take a bit of time. Because this isn't like instant messenger where it's just like, yeah no <laughs> it, yeah, it you takes... can't just cast message <laughs> yeah no but I could I could you, look into you that. could you could look into it yes theoretically okay mm. Mm. I'm just gonna keep shaking them in the meantime like between questions I feel like that's fair I I, I feel like I gotta roll like a constitution with this consider like I feel like you're <laughs> on the verge of killing this man on no you gotta concuss shaken. him and we can't use he's him. not hitting he's his concussed. head on anything he's just gonna no you're giving him severe there. I think you're overestimating me. That's a, that's a... Uh-oh. That's a shit. Oh, that sucks. Uh-oh. <laughs> I can um, always splash him with cold water. <laughs> um, give me strength. Oh. oh, no. This is one of those instances where I actually want to roll really low. Yes, but my strength is really good. Uh, is it just straight strength? Yep. Okay. Uh, that's a 12. Okay, so I mean he's not dead and he's not concussed. Um, he is definitely shaken for the worst though. Uh, probably looks like he's about to spew, spew chunks. Okay, uh, I'm gonna hold him out the window until he does, oh. just in case he spews chunks. So like it's not on anyone or in the in the in the room. <laughs> like, do All I right. see his like face like go green or something? Is that why I think he's yeah. gonna spew chunks? Okay, yeah. I'm gonna flip him right side up and then I'm just gonna hold him out towards the window. <laughs> I'm just gonna lean him down. I'm just gonna like <laughs> lean his head out the window and like still interrogate him while he's going. Like, Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> 
he's having a hard time speaking considering he's he's still trying to it's like it's like those scenes where like you see the eyes just constantly like mm-hmm. looping around i feel like hugar palming the back of this guy's head is like how i palm a volleyball oh she's <laughs> like gotcha gotcha <laughs> Uh yeah, he he really doesn't say much. Um he does he does spew once. I'll say that much. Good for him. Gwendolyn is on the other side of the room. She's not. Okay. <laughs> I feel like she's gone. See, you're purging because you're sinful. <laughs> oh, uh. no. <laughs> That's not why I'm Yes it is. Tell me everything you know about the horny man. I... Hagar, he can't answer questions if he's actively getting sick. So just Whose problem is that? Ours. Ours. <laughs> yeah. Fair point. As soon as he's done spewing chunks, Hagar's going to, like, pick him up, probably by his head, uh, put him in the chair, and then just, like, start tying him up with, like, bed sheets so he can't get out of the chair. I'm just imagining, like, those scenes with, like, Kaneki and Jason, just, like, where he grabs his head and... Like, just lifts him up. Oh, my God. Yeah, I lifted him up by his head. That's his problem, not mine. For anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Nerd. I'm sorry. I'm a... I'm a weeb. Sh- I'm not that big a weeb. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, a half weeb. All right. What, so, like, your mom was a weeb, but your dad wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't see how this works. <laughs> no, it's... Well, I mean, well, actually, a lot of my family on my mom's side, yeah, is uh, a bunch of weebs. So I guess. Interesting. I uh, can't relate, but... A likely story. <laughs> a likely, <laughs> likely story. <laughs> All right. Can Gwendolyn try persuasion? Uh, uh, yeah. Go for it. Let's see okay. she's going to She's going to go up to him and she's like, look, I get that you have a lot going on right now, but we really need to get to the bottom of this. And maybe, maybe by you helping us, we can help you by getting these people off your tail. Hagar's gonna think to himself, that's a Ooh, big baby. That's a, that's a 20, 23. <gasps> no, that's a lie. Oh. 16 plus 6. That's 22. 22. 22. That's Thank 22. you. I mean, that's still about to be 22. Uh, pretty good. I already am. Baby. And uh, so, uh, as, as he kind of looks at you, and, um, you know, he, he kind of just. He, he looks up at you for a moment before his eyes, like, downcast. Yeah, and, and his face kind of drops. And uh, he be, he finally begins speaking. You want the whole truth? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Continue. Well, um, the noble brat, as I put it, he's, uh, I killed him. Oh, my God. Uh, did this guy just confess to murder (laughs) yeah yeah i I guess you did too and he like points to calcine but like at least you got money i don't know the thing morals are weird after i denied him so many times he invited me to a dinner in which he planned to do the same to me but i struck first i had to get out of the town as soon as possible. I didn't think many would come for me. Not many knew me. I was just a humble merchant. That's it. Why did he want to kill you? Because he wanted my shop. He <clears throat> wanted power, dominance <clears throat> over the entire sector. Y- y'all ready for this? A likely story! <laughs> 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 uh, 
Not to sound like... Hagar? <laughs> no. Like, insensitive of, like, the work that you've done, but, like, what's so special about your shop that he wanted it so badly? It wasn't just a merchant shop for the normal townsfolk. It was sort of a passageway for items of any kind. Ah, so black like market. black market, yeah. <laughs> I guess you could call it uh, that. We call those illegal. <laughs> it's not entirely illegal. It's just not legal. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not the most common practice. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Because uh, cause if it wasn't, it would just be called a market. <laughs> so, this is not Hagar saying this. <laughs> Hagar's not smart enough. <laughs> this nobleman, he wanted control of this market so he could control the peoples. He wanted dominance and control and power and anything else you can dream of. He wanted it and he nearly got it. Right, right, right. Hey, uh, hey, Doc. Does it say where on that on that paper to uh to bring party? Uh, she kind she kind of looks at it and she's and she kind of goes, uh, maybe I. There's some at the bottom. I I just can't make. Does out. anyone in this freaking town speak horny? <laughs> can we try to see if Vinny understands what it says? Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, but there's no reason for us to believe that he would like translate it accurately though. Because it might say, like, bring him to town square. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, bring him to this place where he can, like, just get an ambush. Was guy. the persuasion check high enough to get him to translate it properly? Um, I, I don't. That's, that's some metagaming if I've ever heard it. <laughs> I, I don't think that that would okay. constitute. Is there, a like, a library or anything in the town where we could possibly find, like, books or something or to try that to translate, can translate it or this? like mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean yeah there okay. is uh, i mean i guess try to have him translate it first and if he's honest he's honest if he's not he's not we can always insight check him <laughs> <laughs> i always got my dice ready you watch yourself <laughs> <laughs> all right so you guys handing him the paper uh i didn't know because he's tied down so it's held up in front of his face okay so you hold it up in front of his face and he he scans through it um like it's a very common like language butter. yeah he 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 reads <laughs> through it like butter i mean he's butter. like he said he was a black market merchant so he's got to know this stuff right and so uh he kind of looks up at you it just says for you to bring me to them hmm. 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 okay um my only idea is to bring him back to like the doctor's office where the original stabbing occurred. Is by them. Or just like parade him through town so that they know that we have him and then go somewhere like the doctor's office so that they know where to meet us. By them, is it I, I'm guessing it's the nobleman's like guards, people it's whoever employed they sent by after. them. It's whoever they sent after okay. them, yeah. What was the what was the noble's name? Uh the noble's name is Braticus. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, actually, actually, history. Braticus. Before I just go ahead and spout it out, I I'm so quick on the draw for that stuff because I'm uh, just I like I think you're about to spout it out. <laughs> I am about 22. to spout it. Twenty two. Twenty two. All right. Uh, the noble's name was Hephaestus Dolan. Hephaestus Dolan. Hephaestus Dolan. Oh, Hephaestus. Is it I was like, like is it spelled like the god, like yep. the Greek god. Yep. Uh, and so. Is that how it's supposed to be pronounced? 
That's how I like to pronounce it. Okay. That's how I've always. I've said always pronounced it Hephaestus. Yeah, I have too. Okay. I mean, I've heard it for Hephaestus, but I like Hephaestus. It just sounds elegant. I like to say the A a little bit, you know. Yeah. The and also I always think of the A and the E mushed together in yeah. the yeah. dialect. <laughs> Sorry, I. Did. <laughs> this is kind of stuff. Um, so you actually know that Hephaestus was is the son of Fijavid Dolan. That's and trust me, you are not gonna figure out how to, uh, you know, write this down. So I'm gonna go ahead and spell it for you. So it's F I, apostrophe, capital J A V E D. Okay. Okay. Uh, so with this new information, Hagar is going to pick up the chair that this guy is in. Uh, and he's going to take it with him, and he's going to go downstairs, and he's going to parade this man through the village. Give me a strength check. Okay. I mean, Hagar is he's he's a strong boy, but like I mean that's. Uh, he's gonna throw his back out. <laughs> <laughs> that was an eight. Oh, I, was, I don't think he gets hurt from an eight, but like he just doesn't succeed. Yeah. Um. You managed to get him to the stairs. But surprisingly, he doesn't drop him down the stairs. No, does he? No. Aww, no, 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 no. What if I want to? <laughs> I mean, you could if you wanted to. That's up to you. I don't know. This guy's kind of making me mad. He admitted to murder. But we kind of need him alive, also. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm just gonna like pull the back of the chair to like pull it down the stairs so he gets like jostled on his way down. Okay. I'm gonna give this man shaken baby syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't already. <laughs> um. So, yeah, you, 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 like, bounce him down the stairs. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, he's not enjoying it. He now can count exactly how many steps there are. Exactly. Because <laughs> it's the number of bruises on his back. Oh. On his back, on his neck, that about got snapped as his, <laughs> as his head thrashed back with each bounce. I mean, I feel very little sympathy. Hugger feels very little sympathy for this man because he admitted to murdering someone. Yeah. There are well, other ways not to go great. about things. I mean, it's not great, but I mean, literally, you're dealing with a party member who's... <laughs> hey, I kill people, but I have a moral code about he it. He had a moral code of a sort. His was, I don't want to die, so I'll kill the little, exactly. the little tyke. Self-defense. Do I know how old this kid was when um, he died? So, I mean, to be honest, no no word of his death has actually gotten out yet. Mm. Oh, so, Okay. Uh, okay. so this is breaking news. Yeah, so as according to, as far as anybody beyond, I'd say, some of the central uh, sectors of Gallardolf, uh, he's mostly still alive. Mostly. Still live on is his memory. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he was a very uh, famous or like... Uh, he, he's not like the Elon Musk of oh, the nobles. Yeah. Man. Gotcha. He's, okay. he's more like the... Uh, trying to think of a really bratty character uh, i would say king joffrey but i feel like king joffrey's death went through pretty was quickly yeah. <laughs> yeah not only was Such... it deserved but like everyone knew about it pretty oh quickly. i enjoyed that episode That's so true. much <laughs> i'm gonna one. be honest like that was that was the episode yeah. i was looking forward to most okay so who who can we compare him to then i guess as far as like celebrity status <clears throat> celebrity status justin bieber like modern day Justin oh. Bieber, <laughs> younger Justin Bieber, like thirteen, baby era, Bieber. like like Bieber? kind of like kind of in the cut or like in between the, the in between where he was like uh, where he was just kind of like getting pulled over and like going to jail for like yeah where he was like just racing. doing a bunch of dumb okay. stuff gotcha uh, 
So yeah, I'd, I'd say that's okay. Like, so 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 he's yeah. he's kind of that's that's kind of how Hephaestus. Okay, is. so immature teen ruler. Got yeah, it. granted, he's not a teen. Oh, he's like in his twenties or something. Yeah. Okay. He's he comes from power oh. and money, and he uh, he Logan pulled it. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. So he's not like a child child. It's not like this guy went up and killed an eight-year-old. It's more just like he comes from power. He comes from money. He wants it all. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to throw a hissy fit when he doesn't get his way. Gotcha. Well, he would have thrown a hissy fit if he was alive. <laughs> You're right. Um, anywho, so now that we kind of know this, I'm, just, I'm still just going to keep dragging him. And I'm just going to like drag him right through town. And I'm gonna like I'm gonna like smile and wave to people that I know, just like hey guys, yeah, good morning, how'd you sleep, you know all that stuff, and like hopefully they ask no questions. If they do, it's like oh this is my new pal. Uh, he had a rough morning, so I'm just you know helping him get where he needs to go. <laughs> That's your excuse. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, well, well, and to be fair, he probably looks like he's insanely hungover because he's been shaking so much. Yeah, I would agree with that. And he yeah. probably has some vomit on him, so like. I don't know if he has vomit on him. Vomit he he he, he just definitely looks shaken up. Yeah, and I like to think that Hagar has like the reputation of like he takes the drunkards home in the morning, yeah, puts them in bed. But it's it's more just the fact that he's tied to a chair <laughs> and being dragged <laughs> through town. I gotta make sure he doesn't fall out of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> but why are you dragging him in a chair? Because <laughs> I because he can't walk. Why can't he walk? <laughs> because he had a rough night and rough morning. <laughs> a very rough morning indeed. All right. While he's doing this, um, <laughs> I'm gonna Gwendolyn's gonna trust that he won't kill him. He's not gonna do it on purpose. And, <laughs> oh, no, no, just happened on accident. And she's gonna um, take the letter and try to find like a library, so I'm gonna translate it. And she's gonna ask if uh, Kalsing wants to go with her. Yes, I'm gonna tag along on that. Mm. Well, and before she they leaves, figure that out before Hagar goes. I was back gonna to say the before office. she leaves, she's she's gonna tell him it's like. Do not kill him yet. We need him alive. Hagar's gonna Hagar's gonna give him the plan that like he's just gonna parade him through town so that like everyone in town either knows about it or has seen it, and then he's gonna go to the doctor's office so you guys can meet him there if you don't wanna parade through town. <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. He also invites the doctor in case, you know, she wants to get revenge, but he understands that Hippocratic Oath and all she probably can. <laughs> Does Hippocratic Oath exist? No. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, Likely minute. not, but it's fun to think about. This isn't, uh, uh, actually, no, I can't say that because spoilers. Never mind. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Okay. Anyway. Um, anyways, anyway. Fast forward to the library. Um, so, really, in this small town, it is not hard to find the, the like, location of books uh, it's not really it's not exactly a library it's not exactly a bookstore it's kind of an amalgamation of both um and you, you can kind of see just this uh car like this wood carving on the door uh with the name of the singed papers uh and so and you know it seems like a pretty reputable place um granted it doesn't seem like too many people in this town read but there are some and, and enough that will come there, especially uh, Priscilla, uh, you know, with how many books she has. Uh, And uh, so you guys walk in and you instantly get hit with that smell of like musty old Mm. books. And that's a good one. It's, 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 oh, I love that smell though. It's It's so good. And like, you also get that smell of like, 
aged leather as well. Mm. That's just, oh. it's like walking to walking into like a booth at the Ren Fair or something. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you know, it, it's it almost has this like calming effect on you, and not exactly that you guys were like, oh my god, this is the most you know shocking thing ever i mean it is pretty shocking it has been a stressful 24 hours yeah it's, 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 <laughs> yeah, it, it's almost like um uh when you get like a candle like brand new candle or something like that mm-hmm. you light it and you're just like ah yes mm-hmm. um and y- you see just racks and racks of books uh some with uh torn covers some with really nice covers some with uh cracking leather and all this other sort of stuff. There's like a mixture between uh, parchment covers and leather covers and just uh, like fabric covers and all these sorts of things. And each one has a story and you can kind of just see over right as you walk in, um, besides like right next to the door, which is the window in which there's like a little stand for like some of the newest books that they've gotten, which aren't really all that new, to be honest. (laughs) Um, And just a little farther past that, you can kind of just see this little uh, kind of desk or countertop uh, where um, you see just this halfling, like this older halfling man just kind of slouched back in a chair, just reading a book at the moment. Okay. I would like to go up to the halfling man and mm-hmm. ask, excuse me, can you point me in a direction where you would have books on different languages or translation? Books on different languages, you see. Johnny's so old. <laughs> eh, he's a halfling. <laughs> Halflings live a long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, um, let's see here. He kind of has to... ask him if he can read it, too. <laughs> um, he's old probably know some languages he, he kind of uh leans forward the chair kind of tips up a bit um and he sets down his book noting his page before he closes it and sets it down on the counter and uh he kind of hops out of the chair and begins walking around he goes he looks at like each different um row of shelves and uh you notice that each each shelf has like a symbol on it um, you're really sure what they mean, but he knows, exi- but you can tell that he knows exactly what they mean. And you see that he stops at one, uh, with a, a little symbol of a raven on top of a stack of books. Um, and he begins to go down it and he kind of turns back towards you, stopping midway through. What exactly are you looking for? Do I recognize what the language is or do I have no clue? Um... I would say you probably know what it is, uh, just because you have that criminal contact. Okay. Uh, so I, so you do know that it is infernal. Okay. Um, and that you know it's not anything special. It's kind of just the base language. Okay. Then I'm gonna ask him if there's anything about infernal in this deck. Infernal, you say? Hey, old man, do you know infernal? <laughs> do you speak a devil language? Well, it's been a bit, but I could probably try. <laughs> I could probably try to translate it a little bit. Uh, what do you need translated? I'm gonna show him the little, the little thing, the little parchment, the little scrolly guy. 
spring party. Party. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and no one will suffer pain. Oh, God. I, I think it's better if you try to translate this. It's been a, quite some time. Dang. <laughs> L. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Okay. Is there, like, a book in the stack? Is there an can... English? Um, is there a common to Infernal Dictionary? <laughs> <laughs> um, so so he, he kind of thumbs through some books, and he pulls out three different books. Uh, one that has a nice, dark, uh, reddish-brown color to it uh, for the leather. And then there's uh, this uh, parchment fabric uh, cover, and then there's just a normal leather, you know, like the same brown as that notebook. And so he kind of hands this to you. I think this should work. Let me know otherwise. There's a reading area right over there. And he kind of points over towards this, like, very, very dusty and, like, cobweb-filled <laughs> reading area. <laughs> like, you can see that there's candles there, but you aren't sure if they'd even be viable at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna thank him for his help and go sit down and start flipping through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we'll see if you sneeze from all the dust. <laughs> <laughs> it's not safe. <laughs> so you you pull out your chair. Uh, your hand is kind of dusty. Um, there's a lot of dust in this reading area, but you sit down. You begin to thumb through. Um, I'd say it'll probably take you at least an hour and a half mm. to fully uh, transcribe the missing part. Yeah, because okay. I'm going to be parading with this dude through the <laughs> town for an hour and a half. Is this with both of us working on it? Uh, if you want to give like a help mm-hmm. action, uh, then I'd say it'd probably take about 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah, that's that's Woo. much more legitimate <laughs> to like parade someone for thirty minutes versus an hour and a half through a yeah. small Look town. at my buddy. <laughs> yeah. You see this guy? His name's like Party or something. I don't know. He must have party really hard last night because after this morning he looks pretty sick. The party ponies are coming to town. Oh. <laughs> Please don't ever say that again. <laughs> uh, sorry. Chiron not having it, huh? Oh no. <laughs> I'm all for the Percy Jackson references. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've just uh, I'll try not to. Um so give me dexterity, Hagar, oh, <laughs> to no. see if you like trip or something as you're parading this man through town. Uh that's thirteen, I believe, yeah. Thirteen? Uh, there is a couple of times where, like, the chair hits a rock and it, like, begins to turn and you're just like, Arr, Arr. no. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> uh, but besides that, you're all good. You don't really get any comments. You get a lot of glares, though. Uh, even your father is just like, what are you doing? Uh, I'll, I guess I'll go up and explain it to my dad, like, real quick. Just like, yeah, this is what's going on, so, like, I have to get these guys' attention. Otherwise, you know, doctor might get stabbed again, and I'm not about to have that. Also, this dude confessed to murder, so, like, I don't really care what happens to him. And, you know, it's one of those moments where it's just, like, father sets his hand on your shoulder, and he's just like, listen, son. <laughs> <laughs> you should care whether what happens to this man. But he murdered someone. Just because he, he admitted mur- it. <laughs> he murdered someone in self-defense. But did he, though? 
Can you really argue that? Like, the dude didn't come at him with a sword or anything. Can you argue that he didn't do it in some No, but I also have no reason to believe that he's telling any of the truth. And see, what makes that any better? Say he's not telling the truth, and he actually didn't murder this man, but he's trying to hide something about himself. But in lying, he's risking the lives of the people in this town. And so you're willing to sacrifice. Also, Hogar's not this smart. Why am I doing this? <laughs> Hogar also, becomes... I don't know if his dad would be this smart either, but okay. Uh, his dad's got some smarts. He's got a lot of wisdom, I guess. Yeah, he, he, with, with time comes wisdom. <laughs> he has a lot of time to himself. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of He's time. He's a philosopher, but no one knows it because he just <laughs> spends all of his time not talking to anyone and hammering things. Now, you're willing to let this man die and have that death be on your hands. Oh, I never said I was going to let him die. I just don't necessarily care if he does. But I'm not going to go out of my way to make him die. If I can avoid it, I would like to avoid it. But if that's the only way that, like, other people that are innocent get to live, I think that's more justified. I can't tell you what's right or wrong anymore. <laughs> Threat of a man now, Dad. <laughs> Guess it's up for you to decide. And then he immediately turns back and just starts hammering away. Just uh, okay. <laughs> well, good talk. Hogar then like feels the need to like reassure uh, Party as he goes like, "Hey, Party, like just just you know like I'm not gonna actively try to kill you, but like gotta admit you're being pretty sus, and uh, I don't appreciate you know the risking of lives of the people that have kept me healthy all my life. Uh, so." Yeah, you're going to have to deal with this for a little bit longer. Hey, this is my new buddy, Party. <laughs> just, like, go back to walking through the <laughs> He, he, he kind of just nods his head and, like, shakes his head. Just, like, I can't believe, like, you're just that dumb. <laughs> like, come on, man. Think about this. There's options here. <laughs> nope, this is the only option in Hagar's mind. <laughs> All right. So, you do that for about... An hour and a, or like half an hour. Half an hour until yeah. like they, they until I can see them like go towards the doctor's office. Yep. Okay. Uh, so when did you, they find anything else in the translation? By the way. Uh, yes, they did. Okay, cool. Um, so as you guys finish the translation, uh, you guys actually notice that uh, you are supposed to bring uh, Vin Vinny mm -hmm. to back to Gallardol. Oh. Oh. That's such a pain. He has to pay for his transgressions. It says that too. Just saying, because I like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm throwing that in there. <laughs> after, after they tell me that, I'm going to pimp smack Vinny in the face for keeping things from us. <laughs> uh, which I think is valid. <laughs> no care for this man. No, he lied. Now I have, now I have absolute proof that he's lied. Did we not all know he was mad sus from the beginning, though? <laughs> we already knew it, but, like, now we have confirmation that he's at least lied once. Now, see, I don't think he, like, fully lied. It's Lying just... by omission is still lying. <laughs> facts. Fair, I guess. No printer, only facts. All right. <laughs> so sorry. you, you pimp slap him. And it's not like that really does anything. He's bad. At this point, you've literally done so much to I know, him. but it makes me feel better. <laughs> Like I, I'm because uh, now I've paraded him around town and gotten a lecture from my father for literally no reason. I think it was a good reason to get a lecture. From no, my I disagree. 
I'm still gonna take this dude into the into the doctor's office and like have him sit there. We're just gonna sit there for like a couple hours, just in a case they decide hours? to come in. Oh, okay. I just want to see, like, you know, did they think like, oh, they brought him in there? That's where he is. That's where the guy we want is. So you sit there for a couple hours. While we're sitting there, I have, I have, I have a, a like, an idea. I thought you were going to say guess. a moral okay. question. No. I was going to be like, ah, no. I've been morally questioning a lot. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm talking to the other party members and saying, why was this mes- message thrown in to the doctor's window when Vinny was literally next door? I mean, they had me and you that weren't hiding in that room, mm-hmm. so they probably figured we'd put up some kind of a fight considering... What I yelled at them very aggressively last time, I was maybe being heard by them in the doctor's office. Well, we weren't hiding, but even then, Calcine barely saw them, and she was hiding. Yeah, and technically no one actually came into the room. The shutter opened, something was thrown in, and then the shutter closed. Well, yeah, so... they, don't, they clearly didn't want to be seen and didn't want any, like... And they didn't want to cause a scene, which, like, to be fair, stabbing a doctor causes quite a scene, so I don't know... I just want to know where the doctor comes into all of this. Yeah, that's because where there's I'm... a connection there that's not... Well, wasn't she the one that, like, helped him out or something? No, because or, Brian oh, we was... Went he to hadn't get her. seen the doctor. Brian yeah. was on his way to get her to help Vinny, but she was already... They could have heard that, though. Like, yeah, they could have heard that we were have... talking about that and then, like, ah, we're not going to let him get help. This is our way of sending a message. Hmm... What was it that quick though? Like how long had she been stabbed? Well, to be fair, Brian was gone for like hours. Yeah. So we don't know. Um, I don't trust. We, Brian. we just don't know. Uh, I I kind of have to trust Brian, <laughs> but I also don't. So. <laughs> Hunger is very mistrusting of anyone but his parents. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, like if he if he hasn't known them his entire life, he's like, ah, oh, you're kind of sus, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're mad sussy. Uh, okay, uh, so after, like, the few hours passes, and if no one comes in, then I guess we'll go back to the tavern, and, uh, Hagar is gonna, Hagar feels now obligated to take this guy to Galardoth, um, cause, like, he did commit a crime, and he's now being threatened, I mean, I think in Hagar's mind, he's kinda like, okay, even if I don't turn this guy in, in, I still wanna, like, get the people who, like, came after the doctor, cause mm-hmm. she was innocent, and that's messed up. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, you know, granted, he, he's not going to, like, go out guns blazing trying to murder people, but those people have to pay in their own way as well. Because um, that was his doctor, man. She, Did like, gave him checkups and whatnot. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's, like, his connection to it. Right, And, right. you know, obviously, that's, like, so that's that's kind of what he voices going back towards the tavern, that, like, he's going to pack his bags and, you know, he's going to, you know, drag party here, kicking and screaming if need be, all the way to Gallardoth. However far away is that? How how far is that, by the way? Um, <laughs> that is, I'd probably say. Hold on, I actually have around here somewhere. Did I not set a checkpoint? Can I fast travel? <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately not. The fast travel system is down for this game. Uh, Dang. I'm so sorry. I, I meant to have it up, but like it just broke. We need to get to like whatever level we can get teleport at. <laughs> uh, I believe that's self. I think that's a... What is that? That's past five, I think. 
No, I think it's, I think Because there's the ritual casting of teleportation, I think, which is, like, pretty high level, but it teleports a bunch of people to a specific place. Yeah, I mean, I I had, I used teleport in a home game, Mm -hmm. which, unfortunately, you miss. You miss that whole thing, but you're probably going to hear about it before too long. Um, Okay, so it's a seventh level. Okay. Okay. Um, So that's a ways out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. Just just this much. (laughs) Okay, so you guys are about in the middle, so that is about a three-week journey. Oh, oh. gosh. I smell a quest. Mm. Quest. Quest! <laughs> okay. All right. Um, but before you do that, though, and before you guys leave the doctor's office, uh, I, I just want to know if any of you guys are doing anything else now that you, I mean, you guys are in there once again. I guess I'm going to taunt the demons again. Taunt, be like, you know, here's your guy. Come and get him. I don't want to have to walk. Hey, demons. It's, it's it, your boy. It's your Again. boy. <laughs> Again. Coming at you live from the doctor's office. You know, that place where you stabbed a completely innocent person. This has the same energy as, like, goat man. I'm dancing on your bridge. Yeah, so are you get, is anybody else doing anything before? No. no, I think we've seen all we can in the doctor's yeah, office. If they don't respond, place, like, then yeah, times. I just go home and get ready to pack and tell all my right. parents that I'm going off on a journey to right some wrongs. Okay. So you go home, or you go, you go back to the last drop, uh, dragging Vinny behind you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Party. Yep. <laughs> dragging party behind you. I can't remember He's, what yeah. the actual word is because we keep just saying party. Pariade. Pariade. <laughs> okay. It's, now he's got two nicknames. He's got Vinny, and then he's got Party. Party. <laughs> party. <laughs> Wherever um, I go, it's a party. <laughs> so who, who are you gonna talk to first? Uh, I'm gonna here? talk to my dad first because he'll probably be like, "Man, whatever, just don't die." That's basically exactly what he says. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, he committed crimes. It's it's not like you know I don't understand if he's telling the truth, but I gotta right some wrongs and I gotta watch out for all the people in this town. So I gotta go." Yeah, it, it's it's kind of just that he did he did the crime. He's got to do the time. Yeah, he's he, at the very least. I want to make sure people in this town don't get killed for his crime. Right. Okay, and then you go up to your mother and kind of. W- I tell her the same thing. It's like, hey, this dude admitted to murdering someone. Uh, he needs to, you know, stand trial. I am like whether it was self defense or not. That's you know that's. You know, if a court finds him guilty, is guilty. That sucks. Uh, Hagar doesn't necessarily believe that, but he's kind of naive enough that he thinks that you know justice systems are still just, um, as like a lot of people from like small towns tend to right, think. Right. Right. Um, and so he's like, you know, did the crime, do the time, and I got to make sure that none of my people go down for it. And she. Your and I got, I, and I'm uh, with the, with the also like I also got to find the dude that stabbed the doctor and uh, you know pay him a beating. <laughs> He's gotta pay. I so your mother is definitely the type who's she's very hardworking and all that, but she's very doting upon you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she kind of Mama's just boy like type beat. Te- tears up a little bit. She kind of smiles at you, just like oh look at my boy. He's going out into the world and all that. Sort of <laughs> He's stuff. gonna go murder someone. <laughs> <laughs> He has murderous intent. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't forget to pack your axes. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I've made you, I, I had your father make you an extra because I knew this day was coming. I was going to wait until you're 500 and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> until your, what, 30th birthday? Like, <laughs> I was going to wait so, no. Uh, that's that's kind of how she is, though. Mm-hmm. You know, she's very doting upon you. And uh, she she's proud of you for standing up for what you believe in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she doesn't, she isn't the type to, you know, to actually uh, advocate for killing anybody, mm-hmm. uh, even if it, even if they have... didn't say I would kill the dude that stabbed her. I said no. I'd pay him a beating. Yes, but she's not exactly about the violent life, even though she does work at a tavern, and obviously fights are bound to happen yeah. at that place. Um, but you know, it's it's she kind of just packs up a few things for you, uh, you know, just like some some uh, some extras, gold and silver. Say about fifteen gold. I'm so rich. And I'll say thirty silver. I'm so rich. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. And then, like, after we kind of say our goodbyes, I'm gonna like finish packing. I'm gonna walk by the doctor's room where she is. Um. Gotta poke my head in. Be like, I'm about to go get revenge. And then just. Revenge. Hit, hit him with the, the Batman, the, I am vengeance. <laughs> I am um, vengeance. And then just, like, kind of, like, kind of walk away. And then as I'm about to leave, like, step out with my new homies plus party, uh, I'm going to walk up to the bar where I assume Brian is. Uh, actually, Brian is not working. Uh, I'm going to find <gasps> Brian. I'm going to go find Brian. Uh, okay. Um, so, you do, I mean, because your mom employs all these people. Yeah. And because you know basically everyone in town. Yeah, small town. Uh, you know exactly where he is. He He's, his house, his home is sort of towards the, the end of, of town. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a very standout home. I'll say mm. that much. It's very just like, uh-huh. Okay, uh, because he's got a lot of like um, little bird statuettes. Oh, like lawn ornaments. And, yeah, he's got like okay. lawn ornaments and all that sort he's of so stuff. So cringy. Well, you know, he he never exactly claimed to be the uh, fighting type. Right. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna go knock on his door. Uh, he he opens up the door and he he looks a bit groggy. Uh-huh. Uh Still ha- dealing with. Um, and now there's a six-five man just standing in front of yeah, him. Yeah, he kind of just has to look up, just like, "Hey, hugger." I'm gonna like lean down so that I can like talk to him face to face, so I'm not looking down at him, which you know might be a boost to his confidence. I don't know. Maybe it's condescending. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Maybe a little bit of hugger means it in like a, I'm meeting you on your level, right, um, right? But you know, I could definitely see that as you know someone thinking that that's condescending. Um, you kind of lean sounds like, I'm going to go away for a while and be gone for probably about two months. Got to make sure the people that did what they did to the doctor pay while I'm gone. Keep an eye on my parents. Obviously my dad can handle himself, but if I find out that anything happened to either of them while I was gone and you could have done something, I'm just going to pat him on the head like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, where once you were, uh, you know, being kind by, like, getting down on uh-huh. his level, now he's just like, uh, what? Like, And then Hagar's <laughs> just kind of going to pat him on the shoulder and be like, I'm kidding. Kind of. And then he's going to flip him like a gold. And he readily catches that. 
uh, and he has like a smile on his face as he does. Uh-huh. You know, because I mean, yeah, he does get paid. Uh-huh. Uh, but I mean, bartending isn't exactly the richest business. Yeah, especially when you're not a buxom bartender. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Hagar is. Yeah, he's he's ready to to set off. He's got the the guts pack over his like strapped over his shoulder. All right. And he's just walking. Okay. Uh, while he was doing all of that, I think is there like a post office in the town or something like that? Um, I I would dear say dad. There there is uh for the most part there's some sort of messaging system in okay. every single town. Okay. Um, you know some are bigger, some are large, some are smaller. Uh, this one is very much a small homey one, mm-hmm. where it seems like maybe one to three people work there at most. Okay. Um, Gwen wants to send a letter to her parents because she's never been off the continent before, and she wants... Well, we're not going off continent. Are we? No. No? no? We're just, oh. we're going to a, a kingdom that's like three weeks travel away. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Hey, if you guys need, I can pull up the map again. Unless we get a horse, then it's like, we can have. <laughs> she still wants to send a letter and say like, hey... Listen to what has happened to me over the past twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, it's been a crazy couple and of she, days. She also wants to um, point out the familiarity that she has with Vinny and one and basically like give him give him his real name. Yeah, the yeah, the whole she's gonna explain the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And um, can we see if there's like so like on a map? Obviously, we could probably tell. But is there like a town that would be like far enough away that like we that we have to kind of go through that a letter from like her parents could reach her um i i there's plenty of towns that you guys will head through right uh you know there's gonna be towns cities farmlands uh depending on how far you go you may come across a port city or mm. but yeah I'm, I'm just asking like so in the time it would take this letter to like be delivered where to tell and her then to, to send the mail yeah. um who, who, so like what city like, like if, if you're if you're trying to triangulate yeah it all um like a town that we're going to go through now especially because we're gonna have to because we have to get a letter if they wrote one back if not oh well right um but you know just in case they mm-hmm. can keep in touch this is obviously Sam thinking of this, not Hagar. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, I mean, to be honest, the mail system in this world isn't exactly the fastest. So right, I mean that's um, that's expected, but it is three weeks. Of yeah. Travel. Yeah. Assuming um, I don't know. Actually, I don't know which direction her parents are in because if it's in the same direction that we're heading, then um, it's actually more towards the south. Ah, that mm-hmm. sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it could take longer to get the mail than it could for us to just get there. Yeah, because um, it, it'll take, uh, I'd say, probably about... Maybe they'll a, magically a, a message little, you, I don't know. A little less than a week to, to get the messages out. Uh, actually, I'd say about five days, yeah. Uh, and that's going steady on horseback, not picking up the pace or anything like that. Just moderate speed. Um, so you'd say probably 10 to 15 days before they could get a response letter out? Uh, yeah. Okay, then so. let's try to plan, tell them, like, wherever we're going to be in, like, three weeks. So Galar. So Galar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I literally had to think, like, oh, wait, that is the time. So I guess, like, have them forward it to that post office okay. if they're sending them a letter because that's the only way that we can guarantee that, like, it'll get there before we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll tell them, like, the route that we're taking and stuff, but mm-hmm. I won't, like, 
I'll, I'll let them know like how long it's going to take and where we're headed. Just the entire thing. She's just writing the entire story to her parents. Right. Okay. Um, parents get like a 20 page novel in the mail <laughs> of everything that's happening. <laughs> and that she was would. just the first day. <laughs> this has been the first 24 hours. That was so super. Okay. Um, Calcine, what are you doing? Um, I mean, I'm just gonna like tag along. Tag along, get ready to go. I, I mean, have yeah, you are kind of few to no connections, so I don't really have anyone I need to let know about anything. So I'm just. Yeah, no one loves you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're joking, but it's true. Um, no, but you said yeah. It like it was a joke, but it's not a joke. Yeah, so I'm just gonna like get my stuff together, you know, get ready to tag right, along right, and head right. out. Okay. Um, so... And then we just berserk walk off into the sunset. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I will say is the path that you guys... Uh, granted, I know you guys didn't say that you guys were figuring out your path. Hey, we figured out a path. <laughs> yeah, you figured it out. Uh, we go in that uh, direction so and we go. <laughs> you actually... So, Calcine, you actually know that you guys are going to be traveling and passing through, uh, like, the valley of the Calmest Spires. Um, ruh, ruh, Raggy, you murdered people. <laughs> so, uh, do with that information as you will. Okay. okay. <laughs> you murdered people. Maybe I do have someone I should reach out to. Probably not the person you murdered. <laughs> I don't think I murdered them. That's not in the backstory. Dear person I <laughs> Dear <offed>. dead man. <laughs> Right. I'm sorry Theory to have done man. it that way. I wish I did it like this. <laughs> oh, I do want to... I want to mention, Vinny's not, still not tied to a chair, right? We're not dragging him the entire three <laughs> weeks. Gwen like, is going to say... restrained, I have actual rope, Yeah, I was saying, we could probably, like, tie his arms up and then, like, have, like, a rope so he's connected to one of us. Like a backpack leash, like but, like, not... You guys are so yes. over the top with this. He could run away when we go to bed. We got a backpack leash out of rope. That's what we're doing. Yes. That's the plan. He's, like, one of those problem children that would jump into Harambe's enclosure. <laughs> Gwen is going to be the one to volunteer to hold the rope because she feels like she won't be as aggressive. just like with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He like, he like stumbles a little bit because he like trips over a pebble hook or whips him with the rope. Like, I see you trying to escape. Yeah, Gwen wouldn't let that happen. So. Understandable. <laughs> Hugar probably shouldn't be trusted with the rope no. unless it's like nighttime. Yeah. No, he pro- Hugar probably shouldn't be given the rope. Mm-mm. Um, I say this in the nicest way possible, but I feel like out of the three of us, Gwen is the one least likely to murder him. Gwen has the most so. sanity. You know, I w- yeah, I wouldn't say sanity, but yeah, definitely least likely to murder, considering that's one of our professions, and the other one is like, really would just accidentally do it. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. man. Just one too many shakes. Yeah. All right. So you all finish packing, and you begin walking off into... The distance with our fully grown elf child with on a your leash. Uh, <laughs> yep, fully grown elf on a leash instead of elf on a shelf. It's uh, elf on a leash. Oh uh, man, I'm trying to think of a rhyme for this. I don't think you will. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'll come up with something though. At the beginning of the next session, I want <laughs> at the beginning of the next episode, I want that to be whatever you come up with. I want that to be the first thing you say, and then and then go into introductions. Yeah. So then the yeah. only people that know what's going on is whoever's listening right now. <laughs> yes. Oh, that'll be perfect. All right. Well, 
with that, I think we're going to go ahead and close out today's session. Uh, so I have been your host and Dungeon Master, Aaron. I am Emily, and I play Gwen. I'm Tori, and I play Calcine. I'm Sam, and I play Hagar. And this has been Roll for Immersion, not Roll for Initiative. (laughs)